Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to From, Bob, From Bob's Office. Dang it, I almost did that so well. Almost. Um, my name is Jake Mathis. It is currently 1.26 p.m. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that have been wild. Um, Monday, January phone. Please tell me my phone's not 100%. There we go. Monday, January 20th. Nope, 13th. Oh, man. I have a mess today. I'm so sorry. That went downhill. My it's feet are very really, cold. Really, it is really cold. In Sitting the here with today. me. I'm Jacob Bomber. <laughs> that was rough. If we're ever recording at 1:26 in the morning, something really bad happened, or we're at something really awesome, and that'll be confusing. Anyway, the next voice you hear belongs to a graduate of Los Alamitos High School and. Cal State Long Beach with a communications degree. He is currently an area rep for FCA and is also a talented disc golfer. Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Hardy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the Los Alamitos shout out, but I'm a Wilson graduate. See, shout I knew that was wrong. <laughs> and he started laughing. And I meant to ask that first when I asked the I even knew college that. Thing. Hey, you got Long Beach State, so that's good. But we'll focus on that. It's FCA because rep he's at so Los entwined yeah. at Los Al that it, it makes it feel like he's a Los Al. I guy. even and it knew feels that like he was half the people that come in here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna stop backpedaling. I screwed it up. I screwed yeah, up earlier right. today. I don't know if you saw yeah. when we were we were recording the sports one earlier today and I want to do them on Instagram Live mm-hmm. so that people can interact. Yeah. Nobody interacts, but it's fine. Hey, We had one person, and, Ian. And I was recording name? from my personal account instead of from the button. <sighs> so it's been a rough I day. caught it within I, I got that notification on my phone. Jacob Bomber was going yeah. live. I was at work, so I, I wanted to tune in. No, you were better <laughs> off. I was at, at a, in a meeting, so I couldn't really I'm tune gonna in. I'm going to make the change in here, and I'm put Wilson, so I know it forever. <laughs> but it's too late. So I screwed yeah, it up. That's right. See, no. I even knew that, it, like, the second you said, I'm like, that's not true. Like, yeah. I know for a fact that is not like, true. Like, I looked oh. up, and Jake was look, looking at me, and I'm like, yep, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, it's cool. That's feels good. feels good to be a Los Al graduate. <laughs> not really. Shout out Long Beach, Long Beach forever. But, hey, it's cool. <laughs> I went to Millican, so maybe part of me is like F. Wilson. <laughs> yep, but I don't really right. care. That's I don't right. have enough yeah. school spirit to yeah. worry about that. Back See, in the day, I did. But if he went school, to Los Al, he uh, would have had school spirit. Yeah. We we did at, at Wilson. You know, Wilson on Warpath. And, oh, I'm sure. There's plenty of people at Milliken just, who have. I I just didn't care. Yeah. I didn't go to anything. I, I was into it back then, sports. but now it's like I'm homies with all my rivals now. So it's like, hey, yeah. that's cool. You have to, like, I'm on every other campus all yeah. the time. Yeah. So it's like I can't hate a campus. That's right. Besides Los Al. I'm just kidding. Jake in school. <laughs> you're there all the that's time, the, so that's I, pretty rough of yeah. you to say that. <laughs> Hopefully none of my FCA leaders are hearing that now. <laughs> I, might, I might clip that if you uh, offend yeah. me. Nah, no, no. I don't think any of them listen either. Anyway. We'll find out. So that was a good start. What did we do this weekend? You're up oh, first. I hate I that I went first because I have literally no idea what I did this uh, weekend. All right. Well, I know what I um, did. Let me talk, man. Okay, you sounded um, like you needed time. <laughs> You still need time. Yeah, I did. Okay, not, I literally I'm, didn't do anything actually, except for like Sunday. I had lunch with my friends before they went to school, and then you want to tell everybody what you learned that you hate now? Oh, bok choy. I'm not a big bok choy fan. I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't like bok choy in my. Um, what is that? I've ramen. heard it. And oh, what? <laughs> he had it in the ramen. It's not. Oh, ramen. okay. It's, it's not like, bok choy ramen. It's, <laughs> okay. It's a it's a vegetable that is kind of. Like a leek, yeah. Leek, a leek, yeah. L e e k. I don't even know what that is. It's like an onion type thing. Yeah, it, it quite right. tastes kind of like cabbage, but I'm not a big cabbage fan. All right, mm. fair enough. I've heard bok choy a lot, but it never. It, yeah. It's a lot. It's like heavily used in Asian food, but it's just not my favorite. 
But um, yeah, and then I watched my Packers win. Other than that, oh, oh I, I forgot about you. I'm a Vikings fan. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah oh. Vikings losing losing this weekend and the Packers winning. That was like double whammy. I was in depression for a couple. No, I'm just Honestly, I wanted the Vikings to win so that way we would play you guys, but. It's probably good that we didn't win because you guys would have lost if we played you, but it's cool. That's no, probably no. not true because it would have been at Lambeau. That's <laughs> probably true. Probably. Yep, you're right. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> How was your weekend, Jacob? So Thursday night, I saw 1917. I know this is not necessarily the weekend, but I'm not going to talk a lot about it other than it has to win Best Picture. It's probably going to win Best Director. It was ten an out incredible of ten? movie, 100%. Five stars. Yep. Right. It it was every moment you were engaged 100% right. the entire time. It was insane. Is there any big actors in that? No. Well, yes, but briefly. They each mm-hmm. appear. So Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. He's shown oh, in the that's preview. Right. Mark Strong is in it. I don't I remember don't if he's shown in the preview, but he shows it. Uh, he was, yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> and, helpful. Well, he's, uh, have you seen the um, Kingsman movies? Yes. He's the guy that helps, whose name I can't remember. Oh, he's the like the older gentleman? Yeah. Got it. Well, I mean, he's the the like weapons guy that helps. Yeah, yeah, the side. older gentleman yeah. who is drives it Merlin. The plane? Is his name Merlin? I want to say yes. Yeah, it's code name. And then Colin Firth is also in it, which is funny because he's also in Kingsman. But well, two of my favorite movies, by the way, are Kingsman. Yeah, well, I'm not maybe. a big movie guy, but I saw previews for that 1917. It's like I, I got to see that. Got to see. Phenomenal. It. I don't know why it was rated R. Rated R seems like a harsh rating. Was there like blood and stuff though? There were there's a couple scenes where it's like intense. That's Seems like there would be a lot there's, of cussing in there too. There's some, like but it's like you could have easily cut out a word or two and slid under. Like it's not. I feel like ma- making it rated R is really limiting because there are a lot you, of. I think there's who, a lot of 14 to eight, 17 year olds who would benefit from watching. Them who? But let's be real. Did you ever not go to a rated R movie when you were under 17 or whatever the restriction is like i legitimately only remember one that i went to and it was really? starship troopers <laughs> wow yeah that like, is incredible i was like i want to say i was like 12 or 13 Dang. but i think it was because my friend's parents bought us tickets which is like what are you doing but it was i mean yeah i mean that's i like, <clears throat> i tried to sneak into uh 22 jump street that's like a different level rated R. That's like that's that intense rated R. Yeah, that one's fair. <laughs> that's, yeah. I, we, it, it worked for like – it actually worked eventually, but it – or was it Deadpool? No, I think it was 22. I feel like that's like How another intense like, rated R. Like. <laughs> no, I think it was definitely de- 22. Yeah, I, I was like Deadpool's 17. not that old. Or I was like 16. That is the age. I was like 16. It wasn't I was six years ago. Was it? The um, first Deadpool at, is not so At TV. least. This is a dumb argument. We don't. We can move on. So I, <laughs> I saw 1917. I highly encourage everybody to go see 1917. Um, I like it. And then Saturday morning, we had our first round of Aviators tryouts. And that I was a lot of fun. I 16. So I was 18 at the time. So I must have been 22 jump street. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for I forgot you were in the middle of the story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> forgot, you, there wasn't time to forget. It was happening at the moment. <laughs> Um, 22 Jump Street came out in 2014, so it had to be that one. <laughs> there you go. Glad we cleared settled. up that. Um, so, yeah, Aviator's Tryouts was a lot of fun. There was a lot of good young talent, and it was cool to see a lot of people, and that's, like, my favorite thing about Are you tryouts. still – were you trying out, or were you helping run tryouts? I'm coaching? part of the process. Okay. So. And are, are you going to be, like, a player coach? Are you playing – do you still want to play? Yes. Okay. Are All those things will be determined, determined in the upcoming. TBD. But I am – Kind of part of the 
coaching, evaluating staff. Okay. So just because I'm I'm big and loud and older, the the new head coach. Is You're pretty the new head coach. No, oh, I'm not. oh, okay. <laughs> the guy who got hired as the new head coach is a good friend of mine, and he trusts me. Was apparently. it bacon? So it's not bacon. Uh-huh. That's fun. Yeah. So so that was a lot of fun and exciting, and ended up just playing, watching a lot of football. So how many guys showed up? The, was it like an open tryout or? Yeah, anybody who registered could okay. go. There's three different ones. Um, each one costs fifty dollars individually, but if you did all three, is a hundred dollars total. Okay. Hmm. So there were forty-eight-ish wow. people that. I'm actually were surprised. There. Yeah, I mean, but like fifteen to twenty of them were there just to get in work and mm. improve their skills, knowing they're not going to make the team. And then the rest are people who are like legitimately trying to make the team. And how many people do you take, or are on a team? The roster is twenty-seven. Okay. And we probably have ten to twelve guys already established. I, I mean, I, they haven't announced any of that stuff yet, will, so I don't know who that is. But will Owen be this year, or is he still young? Still too. He's young. too young. You have to be eighteen to play. He's turning seventeen in June. Damn. Um, but he's been around the organization and helps out a lot. Yeah, doesn't he? he he's like assistant coach or something like that. Yeah. Or he probably won't do the same thing this year. He has a lot going on with volleyball and whatnot. But we'll see. He'll be there. So, lot. like the three tryouts, like you said, if they signed up for all three, is it like were they on different days, or was it like? Phase one, you're cutting people. Yeah, no, it's phase it's two. set up as a tryout slash clinic. Okay, so that's gotcha. the idea that they okay. want as many people to come as possible because it's it's it is about seeing who we're going to evaluate to make the team, mm-hmm. but also we want the community at large mm-hmm. to learn more ultimate, to get more reps in, to to be exposed to more knowledge and training things and and to learn more. Like that's the goal is to make the ultimate community in LA better. Mm-hmm. And so whether you're here because you intend to make the team or whether you're here because you want individual work or because you're here because you're learning stuff about the game to take back to your community and your team and help them, like all of that is what we're trying to accomplish. Gotcha. So so each one gets a little bit more intense and ramps up because we are still trying to determine who's going to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this coming weekend we have a huge beach tournament. There's two different tournaments that happen on the same weekend. One's up in Santa Monica, one's in Huntington Beach. So there's going to be a ton of people at those, and then the following two weekends are the next two okay. tryout dates. That's sweet. Yeah. And this beach tournament, is it? do other like pro teams come, or is it kind of just like... So for the beach tournaments, it's you just make a... It's like a pickup okay. team. Yeah. You just make a team and so sign up. a rec tournament. Yeah. Is it? Is it mixed? Yeah. That means male and female for <laughs> listeners. Okay. Good job. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's... If I feel like a female, can I... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know who Tuesday. regulates <laughs> that. I'm not in charge of who determines what. There. I don't know if that's allowed on here. I'll no, that. I don't. That, was, that was great. That was the first person who's ever made a good comment like that, though. I wasn't ready for that one. You would one. have to take that up with the tournament organizers, I suppose. Probably your work as well. But yeah. yeah. We'll be in Huntington, so I'll be at the one in Huntington, so uh-huh. if you don't have anything You're to do... You're playing in it. Yeah. All right. We have four games on Saturday and probably three on Sunday. We'll be out there, I think, from around nine to three. Will you not uh, be? So if you just want to come here on Sunday. No, we had this conversation. Oh, that's this Sunday. Crap. So okay, I have to come this Sunday. <laughs> As opposed to every other Sunday when Jake is not here. There's some that I don't come. There are some. But that's yeah. mostly if I'm not in town. But yeah. So anyway, so if anyone listening to this had, wants something to do on Saturday or Sunday, just stop by the beach for a little bit and watch us play. Saturday or Sunday, the dates are. Oh yeah, 
whatever, the 18th? What's today? The 13th? Yep. 12th? Yeah, 18th and 19th. I was not allowed on this team. Yep. A lot of people weren't allowed on this team. He's oh. not playing either. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I ask. <laughs> you know, all the ultimate people that you know uh, that are friends of mine? Yeah. Exactly one of them besides Owen is on this team. Oh, Owen's on your team? Yeah. That's cool. Who's I'm on, on your team? Owen's team. Oh, who's on your team with you? Owen's dad. Oh, okay. And then, like, Owen's friends from up north, and a couple oh. of Matt's friends, and then a couple other people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it 6717 or? 515. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Small ball. Field. Are you going to be the tallest one out there? Usually. Usually. Okay. That was, like, my question. Like, how often do you get guys that are taller than you? Is Hardly that, ever. Is that advantage? Especially on beach, because you can't jump. Ooh. It's really hard to jump on sand. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if we all just stand, and I just reach up, I win. I win. And beach is, and like running, in, it feels like on grass, when you run on grass, each step propels you, but on beach, it feels like it slows you down. Mm. So if I take big strides, I'm slowed down less than somebody who's taking more strides. So if I were to make any sort of beach sport, I would want you on your my team. You don't want me playing volleyball. No. <laughs> I'm terrible. Volleyball. Really? I like volleyball. I mean, if I practiced more, obviously, I would be better at it. But as of right now, I'm I feel like you could just, you wouldn't even need to put your hands up, just like. <laughs> like go for a header with the face ball. Like the you could make blocks with your face. Like boom. I've definitely hit somebody in the face with the volleyball. There you go. Sign uh, up. And uh, football. <laughs> I didn't hit you in the face. With Not the football. me. The girl at no, Valley. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a fun story. We should bring. I mean, it is a fun story. It is. We were at a Valley football game <laughs> two seasons ago. Uh-huh. And was it was one. it wasn't last the, season. The, oh, you're right. Season Are you before. talking about the Valley Christian Defenders? At the time, they were the Crusaders. Okay. No, they but weren't. <laughs> yeah, this oh, was, that the was the first, first year. year the they were... No, you're right. That yeah. was the first year. They were Defenders at the time. Because <laughs> this is year two. <laughs> Jake's just gonna like lay out all these controversial topics right now. We love can it. talk about the I difference between <laughs> Crusaders and Defenders. We're not even gonna talk about Jake's life at all. We're just gonna. He's <laughs> oh, just gonna I'm say like, all this. Hello, I you him. I get confused sometimes. It's very yeah. Two of you in the room. So there was something going on at the game where there were a couple of tarps sent up. Okay. <laughs> That's not a thing. Homecoming? Yes, it is. It, it was, yeah. There's a difference they, between alumni and homecoming? I'm not sure about that, but I know or for sure. Night. There was something, so they had easy ups. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so we were throwing a football around. So like we were there, and Kyle Vitwar was there, and who else? That might have been it that was there at the time. I feel like it was. And so I said something along the lines of, like, I could throw it over those or whatever. I can throw it over them. They're mountain. That's it. And so, pulling down my, like it. <laughs> so Kyle Kyle goes over, and it's probably a 40-yard throw. Like, doable. Yeah, it's not. This isn't, it's that, not like I'm trying to. That's a huck, though. That's I mean, it's, yeah, an, I mean, it's enough. Just a like, humble brag. You a little 40-yarder, no big deal. An average athlete, I think, can make a 40-yard football throw. Mm-hmm. Like, getting to 50-60, that starts to take people who are – you know, I can get 50 can to 55 is probably the edge of my reach. Okay. So, so 40 I was comfortable with. So Kyle goes over, and he's standing behind him, and I load up, and I throw it. And as soon as I throw it, it's I know it slipped a little. It wasn't a crisp <laughs> throw. So I was like, dang it, that's that's a bummer. So I'm watching it go, and Kyle like starts <laughs> to move over. And I see it disappears from my view because it's gone past the tent. So from where we're standing, Jake and I, all... All I see is the ball go down and then pop back up. And did Kyle catch it? Yeah, Kyle. Kyle caught it. Uh, actually, I thought he caught it. Or it it was in away. his. Ha- it got into his hands. <laughs> so, 
So this is all I've seen. Uh-huh. So I see that and I go, yeah, like I'm stoked because yeah, he yeah. hit the ball. <laughs> and so I think that I hit the back of the easy up and yeah. then it popped up off the easy up and got to him. So yeah. I'm like, okay, that could have been a disaster. Kyle is now looking at us going, no, no. <laughs> like shaking his head, concerned, like telling us to come oh. over. I was like, what? So we go over and turns out where the ball went, there was a pocket of four, five, or six oh, no. teenage girls oh, no. standing there. And now they're all around one of them. And Kyle comes over and says, it hit her squarely in the face. That's a good throw. That, that <laughs> takes some accuracy. Like forehead. And like. I, I feel so bad because he's just like, he feels terrible. I feel terrible. See, that's I go when you point to, to Jake. You're like, dude, yeah. Jake, I told you not to throw it. I go up to her and I'm like, I am so sorry. Like that, I am really sorry. And she's like, she's okay. She's not crying, and the girls are there like supporting or whatever. And she's like, no, it's okay, it's fine. I'm like, no, if you're like, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. She's like, she says, it's okay. It happens all the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I looked at her. I said. It happens all the, What do you mean it happens all the time? She goes, I play volleyball. I get hit in the face oh, all the time. <laughs> that is rough. That is poor girl. Like, oh, I'm that so, is so rough. Just bringing back bad, no. bad memories. <laughs> so we just, we just get the heck out of Dodge, and we don't do that anymore. But Dang. multiple times throughout the night, like I pass by her and the group, and I'm just like, I just felt bad the rest <laughs> of the night. She's just sitting there with a bloody nose and a black eye. She did, like, nothing like that happened. Like, that, I didn't see a mark on her. She wasn't, like, that didn't happen. So, uh, thankfully, I would have felt much worse. But that did happen, and we joke about it every now and then. And we do still bring a football and throw it around sometimes. But It's a bold move. Well, because the stupid thing was that we were throwing over what we knew was a very busy area from a courtyard area to the lawn, like, a throw should we not know have we been should thrown not have done that. The throw should not have been thrown from there. If we would have just been out on the grass where kids are throwing balls around stuff, like uh-huh. that's a clearly more active. You're taking your life in your own hands. But if you're standing <laughs> behind this tent Talking, with stuff yeah. going on, you shouldn't expect a football to hit you square in the face. And Dang. so I will forever be apologetic to that young woman. <laughs> Hopefully she hears this. Football. There's no way. That'd be pretty good. I, we don't even know her name, so uh, yeah. She's gonna call into Bob's office from Bob's office. <laughs> I'd, that'd be, so, be really difficult so to cool. do. I'd be very surprised. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe DM. If anybody at Valley knows, like. who's listening to this, knows who I am talking about, and you want to reach out to her, we can bring her on the show. I'll buy her lunch. Wow. We'll, I'll buy her lunch. She can come in and talk. She can cuss me out if she wants. Wow. <laughs> she can tell the story from her point of view. Um, whatever. There you go. That would be funny. Redemption story. The redemption. first bomb. Will you first. let her throw a football at your face for redemption? That's a real question. <laughs> I'd rather I'd li- I'd rather her like punch me in the face. Okay, wow. I was gonna get say, a football because like I was gonna say, do I like I want you to hit me in the face with something now so I could do it. No, <laughs> actually, you've hit me in the face with multiple things. Not on purpose. See, one of them was questionable when your knee hit my forehead. That wasn't. That was on you. It's not my fault. You were falling to the I ground. I was almost concussed. We were playing Quidditch, and he. <laughs> we weren't playing real Quidditch. I mean, you can't play real Quidditch. We had we a lot of fun though. The Quidditch you never, that exists in the I world. I played. You, on a flying broom, you've played real Quidditch. Yeah, with flying with a golden snitch that flies around. Oh my gosh, we do it all the time. It's America's pastime. Jake, get out of here. Uh, okay. <laughs> there are people that play Quidditch though. I've they seen like that when I was at Long Beach State. Like they, they have like college Quidditch teams. Yeah, like they run, they, they run on their sticks and 
and they carry like a handball or something. Yeah. I don't and know. somebody in a yellow shirt ends up running around, and you have to tag them, and you get like a minute to tag them, and then they go away, and then they come back. I don't even know how to play Quidditch. I just know there's people flying on, running on broomsticks, and they yeah. have like three little rings on each end zone or whatever. And yep. that's I would just be hucking the ball through the rings and that's, yeah. maybe nailing people in the face too, just trying <laughs> we, to keep people up. We yeah. like well, there is version. in Quidditch there is a bludger that you're supposed to hit people with. Oh. So I don't know how that works in the way that Quidditch is played now. But we made a makeshift version. It was a lot of fun, but we played with like two balls. It was like it was like team handball slash yeah. okay. dodgeball slash soccer slash eh, slash like, Jake running into people. Yeah, <laughs> I use my body a lot in sports. All right, doesn't go well for you. I was gonna say when you're I've had probably like a... three concussions in the last six months. That's not good. Not like legit ones. I don't think anyone. Yeah, I mean that one was. Probably a mild concussion. He was woozy. Yeah, that one was bad. I, I had to sit out of playing like the big group game of kickball and stuff like that. And I like just sat in the middle of the outfield with a chair. Dang, <laughs> kickball. That was the day, or the days. Kickball. That was so. <laughs> yeah. The one day that you <laughs> the played. The one played day. Once. I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> kickball. What did you do this weekend, by the way? What did I do? What did I do? I gotta think. Oh, Saturday, I some coworkers of mine at FCA. Held a wiffle ball tournament, charity Ooh. wiffle ball tournament. So they, yeah, it was pretty cool. There was two brackets. There was a, an amateur bracket and a pro bracket. And there were some big leaguers out there that were playing. It was, it was a good time. So Saturday, played in the wiffle ball tournament. Big leaguers. Yeah. Uh, There's a professional uh, wiffle ball league. Heath Bell, all-star reliever for the Padres, was there. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, yeah he had a team. Uh, Brandon Barnes. <laughs> Where he, was this? Uh, they had it at Calvary Church in Santa Ana. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty dope. cool. Yeah. A couple big leaguers there. Um, I had my buddy Chase DeYoung on my team. Um, he has some I big league time. I saw that you hanging out there. Yeah. So. Were you guys playing golf too? Uh, yeah. We okay. went to the – he's too good for me to play golf with him. <laughs> so so he just took me to the driving range and the putting green. So yeah, I got some practice. He gave me some tips. Sh- shout out, Chase. Hey, let's go. Yeah, so we played in that wiffle ball tournament. It was a good time. Um, and then – after that, what did I do? Oh, Saturday. Went to Monster Jam at Angel Stadium. Nice. Yeah, that was a good time. I, I used to go all the time when I was a kid. I've never been. I want to go so bad. Oh, my bad. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't know what – because, like, I went when I was a kid. And I was, like, pumped on it when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is epic. So, like, going back, I, didn't, I hadn't been in a couple of years. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Is this going to be cool or going to yeah, be lame? Hold up like, or... And I got there, and, like, I was like, all right, this is still pretty cool. Like, giant <laughs> trucks flying. Like, I'm about this. Like, yeah, I don't care I if people think so I'm a little kid still. Like, this is sweet. Yeah. So I went to Monster Jam, um, and then... Did you see Gravedigger? Was Gravedigger there? Did see Gravedigger. That's that's the only one that matters. Gravedigger is the man. Yeah. I like the one with the... I like Gravedigger, of course, but I like the one with like the, the dog ears. Oh, I like that Monster one. Mutt. Yeah. Monster Mutt was there. Nice. It was pretty sweet. It's cool. Um, saw some big old like 12,000-pound trucks do backflips and whatnot. Which is insane to think. Like, <laughs> madness, yeah. I can't even do a backflip, but a car can. <laughs> yeah. 12,000-pound car. It's cool. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Um, that was Saturday. Then Sunday, I – what did I do? Went to church in the morning. Then came home and watched some football. Did a little bit of reading and went back to young adults. Yes. That was my weekend. So Saturday was definitely more eventful. Yeah. Even though the Vikings lost, which I'm – I'm glad I didn't watch because I was – I watched the, their game against the Saints last week, and I was pumped. Like, they killed it. Yeah. So, okay, like, we beat the Saints. Like, the Saints were pretty unstoppable coming to playoffs. I was like, okay, we got a chance against the Niners. I was like pumped to watch it, and then I committed, forgot I committed to the Wolf Ball tournament. Um, and 
the game was during the tournament, so I didn't watch it. So I was yeah. getting like t- text updates from a couple friends, and I was like, yeah, like in the beginning, like, all right, we're doing it. Yeah, it was even and then really. the updates stopped coming at all. <laughs> That's not good. Off. Yeah, and then hopped on. It was like the third quarter, and we we're getting killed. And like yep. Dalvin Cook was held like 14 yards and all. Well, that, there goes that season, but hey, it's cool. What's new? Vikings finding a way to choke in playoffs, but hey, it's all right. I've lived with it for 26 years, and I'll live with it for probably another 26 years. So. <laughs> they made it that far. You guys at least got that. Yeah. Got whole yeah, his Rams didn't, but it's cool. I'm, I'm a Rams. I like the Rams. There's still anyway. one of us in this room whose team is still in. Let's come back next week and talk yeah. about this. Yeah. Okay. Can't, can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait for the next Super Bowl. Can't wait. Yeah. Jimmy G's gonna. So, so what were your uh, what were your wiffle ball stats? Ooh, man, I was cutting people up. I was I was on the mound. Were you pitching? It was, it was um, so the wiffle ball was like over the line ish okay. or hot box. Yeah, yeah. So there was three people. You could have it was three to six people per team, but only three people in the field at a time. Okay. We only had three people on the team, but so one person pitching, the other two people in the field, mm-hmm. and one guy you couldn't pitch back to back innings. So and it was three inning games. So one guy on our team, Chase, actually. The professional on our team. <laughs> he, we're like, all right, like, he's a professional pitcher. Like, he's going to cut people up. Yeah. Sorry, Chase, but I'm throwing you under the bus. First inning, first game, he goes out there and gives up a five spot in the first inning. He's like, yikes. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. So oh, the man. other guy on our team, Travis Patterson, I played with, uh, played club at Long Beach State, came in and just started cutting people up. I'm like, all right, you're our ace. Like, let's go. So I threw the last inning of that game. It was doing good. So pitching, did all right. Hitting. Did good. Hit some dingers, hit some triples, and mm-hmm. it was good enough to bring home the championship, which was fun. Oh, hey, let's so, go. So we got little these little Trinity, you know, Trinity bats. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a bat company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, like the mini bats, right? Well, they make big league bats too. Like oh, all wood bats. You got legit big ones. Well, they they so like you know the long yellow wiffle ball bats. Yeah. yeah. So they created wood bats like that shape <laughs> and engraved the That's FCA so. logo and like. Pro Division champions in it. Like, Dang. that was our trophy. I was like, that's dope. That's pretty sweet. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, all right, like, sign me up for Wiffle Ball again. I like Let's this. <laughs> so, I don't know what the stats were. I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a team guy, you know? I don't, I don't really <laughs> oh, mean, you know? Yeah. Our team got it done. That's, yeah. That's good. Well played, sir. <laughs> so, well played. It's a good time. Good if you guys ever want to play Wiffle Ball, I'm always I'm all about it. Me and my buddies still play. Um, we haven't played in a while, but the past year, we'd play like tape ball, just get a bunch of newspaper. Duct tape it up and put a trash can on the street. It hits anywhere on the trash can. It's a strike. And we're out there, 23, 24-year-olds playing. And cars are driving <laughs> by like, what are these grown men? Like, whatever, dude. We're having fun. Like, what do you want us to be out there? Like, Suburb- vandalizing? Suburban yeah. stick ball, man. Yeah, That's seriously. Cool. So fun. Just <laughs> out there vandalizing? What are yeah. we, Julian Edelman? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Kind of <laughs> shoots and ladders. Kind we didn't of. even talk about I that. Know. We should have. Oh. That's tough. Yeah, that was brutal. Hey, guys, don't jump on the hoods of Mercedes-Benz. Just avoid it. You might get arrested. But jumping on the hood of, like, Toyotas is cool? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> it's just, I think the cost matters. Okay. I think oh. Usually the amount yeah, of money that true. is in the damage I could, see that. could take I could it see from that. a You don't know what's under felony. my Toyota Corolla's hood, though. Have you, seen you are correct. Yeah, not much, but it's cool. Don't know if it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably as much as is under my Jeep's hood. That's it. So, yeah. So weekend was fun. It was eventful. And then back to the work week today. Yeah. Mondays. Nothing like them. But no other place I'd rather be than right here in Bob's office. So. Wow. This Without is brownie an, points. This is an Aww. exciting way to start the week. <laughs> and start crying. So, yeah, that's cool. 
This is an early week for us, too. Is it? Because we normally do things on Tuesday. All right. See, I'm an early riser. Like, I'm an early bird gets the worm. Like, I like that. Good. What time do you normally wake up? Um, Usually I wake up about 6-ish. Okay. But, like, and then I'll, for work I get up at 6.15-ish. But, like, weekends, like, I'll still wake up at 6, but then I'll toss and turn and, like, I can sleep for a half hour, then turn over, sleep yeah. Like, it's not a solid sleep, and I will get up at, like, 8. Sometimes, like, 10 at the very, very <laughs> I mean, latest. I can't even do like, that Like, that's, anymore. like, that's me, like, tossing and turning. I'm like, all right, like, I'm getting up, and I'm going to go do something. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's me, like, having nothing to do on it. That's yeah. Usually, I like to be out and about and adventuring. Like, you know, you got to live life while you have it, so. It's good. Yeah, getting up this morning. My sleep situation last night was rough. Because we were, have you guys ever played Tripoli? No. I have not, but my parents used to hold Tripoli nights at their house. That's So we, every Sunday night, because Kyle and Taylor always come over mm-hmm. on Sundays and hang out. And so Hi, Kyle. Hi, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hi, Bear. Them. <laughs> yeah. I do. And so Bear always goes down around 7 o'clock. Okay. So then after Bear goes down, it's game time. Mm. And so whether it's some combination of Taylor, Chuck, and Katrina playing cribbage, or them and Kyle playing uh, Sellers of Catan, oh. or that's uh, a game. Some friendships are lost over that uh, game. The first time, <laughs> the first time I ever played Settlers with them. No, I did. Was I playing? I don't even think I played. The first time I watched them play Settlers of Catan, Devin got so mad that the robber got put on him multiple times that he picked it up, turned, and threw it across <laughs> the living room. It's like you've been so like. Where he was sitting during the oh, campaign, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Devin was sitting there. He just grabs the robber, turns and chucks it across the living room, disappears. No. Like, we think it went in the fireplace. We nev- we didn't find it that night, and I don't remember finding it in the future. And I was like, I'm never playing this game with his family. Elton ever. probably ate it, but it's I cool. Wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> you mean? Um, I forgot what he called it. Yeah, what do he call uh, it? It's, I don't even know. So I can't play that game. I, I watch them play because it's entertaining, and they get really mad at each other. But Taylor yeah. wins literally more than half the time. Really? Like, it's crazy. I want to play so bad. She learned it from them, and she beats them all the time. I want to play so bad. You I'm just good. need to show up on a Sunday and say, let's play Catan, and they'll play over and over. I've only played it, like, two or three times. So, like, the first time I played it, obviously, did not play. Like, yeah. this seems kind of lame. But, like, once it got started, I was like, all right, like, I'm about it. Like, I'm super competitive, so you put me in anything. I'm like, a so very strategic-minded person, so I think it, that, that game, like, runs through my mind. That's my issue is I, I don't like that. And it's like, if you know what you're doing, it's fast-paced, but if you don't know, it really slows the game down. And I haven't played enough. I'm sitting there thinking I'm, through each move. I'm, like, analyzing things, and yeah. people are getting pissed and all. I'm trying to win. Like, yeah, like, I am strategic. And, like, love me. And so that group would, like, they go at okay. you. Uh-huh. So, like, we were, so we were playing Tripoli last night, and... Katrina would take a couple seconds extra to like figure her cards out or whatever, and Cody is like, "Let's go!" Like Cody, calm the heck down, bro. <laughs> so it like Leap. that. That's what happens in this. Cody doesn't play Catan because he gets frustrated too. So, <laughs> but we always play some games. So we played Tripoli for a while last night, and that was a very entertaining game. Um, but then after that, I went to bed ish, and I was watching. I'm really behind on Treadstone. I don't know anyone else that is watching. Never this show. even heard of it yeah. to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> so from the Bourne movies. Okay. Like the program yeah. is called Treadstone. So okay. Jason Bourne is born from this program okay. called Treadstone. Not so this Jason is Bourne. <laughs> I wouldn't have caught that if you didn't say that. Thanks for that. <laughs> I don't know if that was sarcastic. It was 100% yeah, sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's my second language. Might be my first, to be honest. But hey, <laughs> it's cool. Um, it's just like mine. My first language is Wookie. So I'm trying to catch up on it, and I started watching an episode, but then I started falling asleep. I wasn't falling asleep because the show's bad. I was falling asleep because I, if I'm laying down in bed, I just fall asleep. Yep. But then I ended up waking up at like 1:30, so I'm like. Ugh. Now I have to like actually get ready for bed and go to bed because I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I get up, brush my teeth, change, whatever, get back in bed. Now I'm awake. Mm. And I was awake until 3.30. I watched a full episode and a half and was like, okay, I need to stop this. Turned the TV off, started listening to a couple podcasts. It was at least 3.30 by the time I fell asleep. Wow. Getting And then waking up at 7.45 because we went disc golfing at 9 this morning. So I. It's a late night. It was rough. I hate that. Are you usually a late night guy or no? I'm usually up till around one, watching stuff, catching up on whatever I recorded or whatever. Uh, and okay. then, I when I know it's when it's like, all right, it's time for bed. Like I fall asleep watching something. I'm usually asleep in the first five-ish minutes. Wow. Like I, it's bedtime. Let's go. And then I wake up. I'll set my alarm for seven, whatever. But my body just automatically yeah. is like, nope, six thirty, six forty-five. That's when we're waking up first. Mm-hmm. I'm a go to bed around one, one thirty, depending on if, what I'm doing, and then wake up at like seven, seven thirty every day. I Except could, like I Saturdays, could I give myself till like eight thirty, but like I, I never do. But like I'm like I always like plan ahead where Saturdays are my sleep in days. Dang, I could not stay up till one or one thirty. Like usually like nine thirty is coming along. I'm, I'm getting ready <laughs> for bed like ten. Like your boys out. Like, wow, I'm I'm not even in the house until after ten o'clock. Oh my a lot gosh, of times. Cause, that's true. Because once Cal State Long Beach starts up again, Monday nights we have practice, and so practice goes till nine. And I've been driving Owen home, and he lives in Huntington Beach. So by Oof. the time I drive there and back, because mm-hmm. he lives like right next to Brethren, um, so that'll get me back after ten o'clock. Tuesdays we have middle school group, and we end at eight. We end at eight thirty, but they Hang screw out. around until eight forty-five, eight fifty, and then I have to take a couple kids home, and they live all Opposite over the place. Directions. So I don't get home until nine forty-five. Mm-hmm. Wednesday nights we have high school group, and then we go bowling. Bowling We're not back starts like one at or ten t- o'clock every Wednesday night. You yeah. go bowling. Yeah. So that starts. At you get 10. a lot of kids that go even during the school well, year. Kids oh, don't no. go. It's yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, kids go during the summer. Okay. We've had we get upwards of thirty people that go during the summer. Where do you, well, like where's the closest bowling alley around here now? Well, I mean, we there, there are close ones, but we go to Fountain Bowl in Fountain Valley okay. because my friend Nick lives there. I'm just pointing. Okay. I was like, that's <laughs> definitely the wrong way, by the way. Yeah. Pointing direction. I got it. Oh, it's that way. No, it's not. It's that <laughs> way. You're right. Um, <laughs> and so Nick lives close to there because it started as just like a handful of us from Frisbee. And he said they got these cheap nights because it would be $2 per game. It might be that way. Game. No. Because the freeway way. goes that way. It's that way. Yeah. The freeway goes like this, though, because the 405 goes this way. Yeah. Good, Anyways. Good radio. <laughs> um, so, so we started doing that. In the fall of 2007. Wow. And so there was, this a, is a, long-standing there was a handful of us from Frisbee that were going pretty regularly for a while. And then there were times where we weren't going. Nick started bringing donuts because there's a, a donut place called the Donuttery. On, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So for those of you who don't know, Beach and Slater, the Donuttery best donuts they got a nutella donut that is mm-hmm. delicious they have a s'mores donut they got a peanut butter and jelly donut it is cookies terrific and cream. get there cookies and cream also bomb so so nick would buy the donuts from there we would bowl the games were two dollars per game at after 10 o'clock on wednesdays because league ends around that time wow. so you'd bowl after the league and like i was in college and i didn't care like yeah stay up late well we kept doing it and that went on for a really long time and 
when we bring donuts, we would give some to the people up front, specifically the, the main guy that works there, Bill. And so we've been hanging out, talking to Bill, giving donuts for all this time. So several years ago, he stopped charging us for shoes. Wow. And so we, so essentially the deal has been five bucks for two games, shoes, and a donut. It's a pretty good deal. Dang. That's solid. So a year ago, they upped it, so now it's $3 per game. So now it's $7 for two games, shoes, and a donut. But that's still. That's not bad. Yeah. So it's a. I've been doing it for about two years now. So what's your average score? Are you like a... <laughs> yeah, Jake, what's your uh, average score? I am terrible at bowling. I, so I want to hear your score with bumpers and without bumpers. We, we, don't, do, we don't do bumpers. Oh, okay. Um, the thing is, is like Sadly. I, I used to be like pretty decent at bowling when me and my friends would go, and I would like average probably like 110 to 120, which still isn't great, but it's still better than what I'm doing now. Sorry, my butt hurts. I had to move. <laughs> nice. Um, so instead... Uh, now I average probably around 70 to 80. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. That's all right. <laughs> I that's not it was great. Like, I thought it was like golf, like the lower. That's not how bowling. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Part of that really Well, we have, we do cared. have a thing that we do. Well, I'll explain. We're a low score. But yeah, good. I, like I suck, but it's fun. It's all right. As long as you're having a good time. I go and I have a great time with a lot of friends. So it's, it. it's worth it to me. Bomber, let's hear your score. <laughs> so my average... Is usually around 170. Dang, my I was thinking higher. Nah, because um, I'll. You get in the twos pretty like, often, I thought. Not pretty often. <laughs> often enough that it keeps my average up, but I'm usually, I'm usually in the 170 range, um, which is fine. It should be better. I feel like you're cheating though. Like you're halfway down the lo- the lane <laughs> and you're like releasing the. Your, well, your, your arms like seven feet. Everybody already. has like to just, stop at the same one. You yeah. should see how I throw, but yeah. Oh gosh. It's, I throw like halfway down the. The fact That's that tight. Jake has not shattered a shoulder or two is or three. miraculous, the way he throws. That's tight. It's crazy. It's, no, it's terrifying. I have forms for every he single won't, throwing thing I do. He doesn't take... Do, do you grunt like in frisbee golf? Disc golf, sorry. Occasionally. I don't get offended. Occasionally, occasionally I will. Okay. But some not, and then I'll say other words that I, his, I tend not to repeat. His sounds tend to come out of anger and frustration after he has released the ball, as opposed to yeah. effort going into the ball. I, if I know it's a bad throw, I'm like, the, the, why am I even doing Every this? Every person that has come, that has come regularly, I, I or somebody has taught to throw a spin, mm. because that is the way to be more consistent. Right. Jake refuses. No, no, no. Mine spin now. Ish. They, they, they do. I just can't go the opposite. I can't go well, right. Well, nobody needs to do that. But you... I mean, yeah, you mean if you have to spin all the way out here... You and he it. he doesn't take... Criticism well. He calls it criticism, but he doesn't take advice or coaching well uh, in most things. So, like, disc golf, he won't let anyone help him. And so he hovers at the, like, 8 to 12 range. How dare you? Often. It, You're going to tell with, me... You, you get below it, six to but eight you is still, my average from the last probably six today? months. Today was bad. It was ten. What but, was Friday? Uh, Friday was six. Okay. And then Monday was four. He has improved. <laughs> okay. He has made improvements, but he would improve faster if he let us help. He doesn't let us. I help. just don't have one throw that everyone else does, and I just don't know how to do it. It's because you don't try. It doesn't matter. So. <laughs> Anyway, so bowling is fun. It happens every week. I have a and great time. If you, you come stayed up later than ten, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like we have our we have our youth group at Seacoast on Wednesday night, so I'm there and like 
once kids start like, I'll play a game of like Polish ping pong or maybe two or three. Polish, Polish ping pong. Oh my gosh, you guys have never played Polish ping pong. No. Welcome to life. Let's go. So you have your ping pong table. I'm. Listeners can't see yeah. this, but you have your, <laughs> ping, you have your, your ping pong, ping pong Yeah, you have your ping pong table, and you can have as many people as you want playing. All right. Good numbers, eight to ten, but you can have more or less. You have a certain number, so like I'll be one. Jake will be two, you'll be three, Got it. and you'll you always be after that same person. You have three lives. So to start, person one will do a regular serve over, like, hit on your side, bounce it on the other side. The next person, you have to let the ball bounce on the floor once. <laughs> Only once, and it has to bounce on the floor once. If it bounces more than once, you lose a life. So you let it bounce on the floor once, then you hit it back on the table. And so the first serve is the only, like, normal hit. Person number two mm-hmm. lets it bounce on the floor once, hits it on the table. They could bounce it on the table as many times as they want. They could hit it on both sides if they want. It could just go on one side. It just has to hit the table at least once. Next person has to let it bounce on the floor once, get it back on the table. Next person at least had to What the heck? I like, am intimidated so can, by like, how much roll around on the table until it falls yeah. off the table? Yeah, yeah. And that's where it gets intense. Like people like like if you hit like a little dinker and like don't get it off the table, people like gather around the table and like blow the ball back and forth, and it's intense. <laughs> oh, it's like no holds barred oh, in it's, that. Like it's not a gentleman's game, that's for sure. Like people are getting into this it. Like, can you like box each other out so you can't get to it? Well, there's like inter- interference. Like you can call it interference. Okay. If, yeah. So it's it's pretty sweet. It's super fun. Like you're running around the table oh, and my God. it's madness. That's inter- that. Oh man. It's so fun. Like once it's in action, it's it's a blast. That sounds crazy. So, I don't even know where. Oh yeah, so I'll after youth group. Yeah. Play a game of Polish, maybe two or three, and then uh, nine o'clock comes. Like, oh, I'm getting tired. Time to go home, and <laughs> that's it. Come home and get ready for bed, and call it a night. Man. Unless there's a sports game on, if there's like a a Lakers game or something, I'll I'll fall asleep out on the couch and yeah. watching it, and then get up and go to bed. But yeah, I like my sleep. It's well, it's crazy. Like a couple years ago when I was in college, I'm like. You'll have time to sleep when you're dead. Like I don't need to sleep. I was like, yeah. Back didn't really, now I'm like, I like my eight hours. Like that is nice. That is so good. So eight hours is luxurious. Yeah, that's a lot for me. Yeah, that's nice. So the summer I averaged like five, <laughs> if not four. That's crazy. That's like human like schedule right there. Like oh, yeah, so that's because they should, stay up playing video say, games. You, well, until. yeah, you should also see me at Greeno Ranch where it's like three hours of sleep. That's great. I wake up at five, and then we're sitting around talking until like two, nice. or later. That's like, yeah, Hume like counseling at Hume or any summer camp is so yep. fun. But then we gotta stay up it's late every night, week. and then you gotta get up for your leader meetings yep. before everybody else gets up. Like, oh shoot, all right, well, a couple more days of this, but hey, so it's fun. Worth it. So fun. So. <laughs> We went off book for this gonna, episode. It's just going to be... I forgot I was going to ask him something, but I forgot what it was now. Well, then I'm just... No, Do you no. remember when I was oh, at yeah. Seacoast for high school group? I'm going to be completely honest and say no. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I'm yes. not even going to beat around the bush and say, yeah, I think yeah, I... No, no, I don't. I do not. I, do you I, remember me? Yeah. All right. Well, sorry I'm about that. I'm pretty sure we had like two or three interactions. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah. There you go. Student to leader ratio yeah. is yeah, significantly... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I remember you and I remember Kyle. And All right. Yeah. There you go. Travis knew my name. He liked me. There you go. I knew your name. I just didn't know it was you. I knew me Jake. and, uh, <laughs> me and uh, Cody Surratt had a shirt that was the same, and one time he pointed out in the middle of like service. Yep. It was really funny. He loves to do that. Yeah. 
We were in the same shirt that night, and he's like, "Wait a second. And then he like looked down, and he looked at me, and he's like, "That guy has my shirt on." That's awesome. And then like, I was like, yeah. "During a youth night?" Yeah. Oh. Like right when he was up, just getting ready to like do his thing. <laughs> That's funny. Good stuff. How long yeah. were you there for? So, we like every week, all my middle school years. So. I don't know what years that'd be, so that kind of sucks. Okay. And then my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I was there. What year did you graduate high school? 16. Okay. So I was there for a bit. So I didn't really do junior high much. I don't think. It was mainly high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, so yeah, I was at high school group until track season. Track season was a little busy, but yeah. And then I stopped going my into my sophomore year. Okay. Came here? Yeah. All right. Well, kind of. Kind of. Mostly. I mean, it was the same kind of schedule where during track season. Gotcha. I was that makes sense. Pretty busy. So you put sports before Jesus, what you're saying? No. <laughs> I, 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 I did the same thing. So I just love guilt <laughs> tripping kids. Like, it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so you say, no, I put Jesus in the sport. That's right. I, That's I right. Did, actually. I was, I was big part of um, LaSalle. Our track team had, like, a good core belief, like, good core kids who were all believers, and, like, we would have, like, prayer circles and stuff a lot. So I... I was a big part of that. That's awesome. But I wasn't a part of FCA, but I was a part of like hey, our own are. division. Uh, that's cool. But there was a little defense in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So speaking of FCA. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I guess we could jump right into that one. Uh, what, did you have more years? <laughs> no, I was going to ask him <laughs> the question, but it's fine. Go. No, go. Um, so your name, is it Jacob? No. Me neither. Wow. That's cool. I, I've never met someone else like that. That's cool. same. same. That's awesome. What's your middle name? I don't have a middle name. That's a lie. I'm just kidding. It's Mitchell. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not as cool. What's yours? Lee. It's not as cool as mine. <laughs> Lee. Wow. Yeah, like Bruce. Okay. All right. Bruce Lee. Yeah. All right. Not named after him, though. It's my oh, dad's. Right. Uh, right. was my dad's. Um, so with family names and stuff like that, mm. who's your family? What do they do? Do you have siblings? Parents? Siblings. Like, what do they do? Kind of yeah. Thing? Yeah. Uh, I have one older brother. He's 29. He's a firefighter um, for City of Orange, so which is pretty cool. Kind of cool to see him. Yeah, I've seen him go. He actually just landed that full-time job a couple months ago or so. I've seen him like transferring from departments, trying to land something full-time. So it's cool to see him um, land, I guess, the job of his dreams. How long did that process take? Because we know a couple people who are like yeah. in the middle of it, and I know somebody who got hired right away because of the paramedic side of things, and I know a couple people who are like struggling because yeah. it's just not happening. It's a grind. He so like he took he did like the what do you call it? like search and rescue like mm-hmm. in high school um, over at Stearns Park or that fire department right there, and then uh, out of high school took some like fire science classes and whatnot. And then he was a volunteer firefighter out at um, Yermo Calico, like out in the boondocks in the desert um, for maybe a year or two years. I don't know. I don't know how he made that drive all the time, but did that. And then he was um, a firefighter up in Big Bear for two years. That's dope. Which was, yeah, pretty cool because I was up there all the time during the winter, or still am up there all the time during winter skiing or snowboarding. Um, So I'd get to see him on the mountain. Luckily, it wasn't for him treating me, praise God. (laughs) and then he went down to San Diego. He was wildland fire in San Diego for two years. So that's like six years, seven years already right there. So yeah. Wow. So, and then he finally just landed this full-time job when he's 29. It's like, and it's a grind. Like, it's not like he wasn't doing the right things. He was pushing like yeah. all the buttons he could and doing everything. But it just, 
I don't know. It's a grind for sure. That's crazy. Yeah. So one older brother is 29, Ricky. Um, and then mom and dad. Mom is a now a kindergarten teacher. Ooh. She was like second. She had like a bunch of – she is always switching grades, but she's – For ki- Long Beach or – Long Beach Unified, yeah. So she's been around a couple schools, but she just got transferred to Naples Elementary School. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so she's a kindergarten teacher there. Where's that? In Naples. <laughs> that is n- – where? You know on the Toledo, the street, the Toledo? Yeah. It's like right on Toledo. So it's not Naples. on the island? Yeah. Okay. But it's like pretty close to like – I guess it I, – Oh, okay. Well, no, sorry. It's not on the island. It's like as you're going to the island. It's Got like it. Right off of Second Street. I have no Second idea. Second Street in the is. Toledo. Anyways, Google, <laughs> Google Maps. It's pretty cool. Um, or Apple Maps. Whatever. I prefer Apple Maps. I've played, I've played tennis. Okay. At those courts. There you go. I didn't even know those ten- tennis courts. I'm there. pretty sure. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. matter. Anyways, yeah, she's a um, preschool. No, kindergarten, not preschool. Kindergarten teacher there. Oh. You know now. Yeah. It is on the island, but not the island island. It's hard to explain. It's on the way to the island. Well, it's on one of the islands. Oh. It's a double island. Oh. I I didn't even realize it was a double island. That bridge is an island, but I I always think of the island as just like... Yeah. The houses. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. And then my dad, he is a... What do you call it? Aggregate miner? So, like, think Fred Flintstone, like rock quarry like selling rocks and stuff like huh. you know how they're like digging like yeah yeah so they sell like rocks and sand and gravel to like caltrans when they're doing a bunch of projects or like to like horse race tracks when they need new dirt like they sell them that like so like if you go up the 605 almost it's just north of the 10 yeah um like those big old rock yeah, quarries yeah. off the side he works at one of those wow so yeah that's cool driving he gets some playing big old dump trucks and water trucks all day so <laughs> that's yeah. cool yeah Pretty, pretty I have never like heard of someone that does that. That's cool. Yeah. So that's my family. It's my family. And then there's me. <laughs> <laughs> you make yourself sound seem like an afterthought. That's a yeah, whoops. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> Rough. Yeah, it's alright though. Alright, well what does Jake do? I work for Fellowship Christian Athletes. Yeah, me Jake, right? Yeah. I'm assuming Bob's <laughs> office knows Jake already. True. Okay. Slightly. Yeah, so I work for Fellowship of Christian Athletes, um, Christian ministry, Christian organization, worldwide organization, but I'm in high schools in Orange County. I'm in the process of, I'm actually still starting up, um, still raising funds to be able to sustain the ministry. Um, right now I'm at Los Al, but I'll eventually be launching the FCA clubs at Cyprus, Marina, Pacifica, and Kennedy. So I'll be at five high schools. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I love I love working love working with high schoolers. I was saved in high school. And just knowing all the crap that high schoolers go through nowadays and all mm-hmm. the lies and crap that they're getting fed through media nowadays. It's like I want to be there like for those kids and be able to pour into them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, like uh, I like I said earlier, I graduated Long Beach State in 15. Or I think you said that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to talk about what I said earlier. <laughs> Graduated Long Beach State in 15 and uh, grew up playing sports, loved sports, uh, but knew I wasn't even wasn't going to come close to going pro. So I wanted to work in pro sports, just couldn't give up sports. Um, so out of when I graduated Long Beach State, summer of 15, I went up to Hume Lake, worked up at Hume Lake as a counselor, 
for summer 15 as my last like all right before real life and i yeah. do this adulting thing i guess that's, that's what they call it like <laughs> have one last fun summer you're currently repping a hume lake shirt right now that's right shout out i love hume lake yeah so anyways worked up at hume lake i was a counselor up there summer 15 and then um after that came home and worked for the angels for two years um, worked in their guest relations department, so dealing with all the problems at the stadium, not really like security-wise, but like all the complaints and everything, Yeah, which is cool. Learned a lot, but there was really no... Learned that people are dumb. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to tell people, all right, you're an idiot. Like, get out. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but that was cool. Definitely learned a lot about the sports world and got to learn um, a lot of the different departments in the stadium which was super cool like what's something that happens at a stadium that like we would be surprised to learn that we wouldn't know unless we were part of the organization hmm. i have a follow-up uh, question yeah that's tough i know one complaint that like you i guess it's not really on your question but a stupid complaint that we got yeah actually i can't i don't know if i'm allowed to say it, it was a weird complaint um, okay um <laughs> Day games, people would come and complain because they bought tickets in the sun and it was too hot, so they wanted tickets to a different game. Like, bro, you knew it was like yeah, a Sunday game. Sorry. You bought tickets in the outfield where there's no shade. Like, I don't know. Stupid complaints. <laughs> like, I loved my job, but just dumb complaints like that. Yeah. Um, That's frustrating. Yeah. but as You controlled as, this. You did this yeah, to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Go so. sit up in the shade then. There's plenty of seats. Yeah. Up high. That's Angel's. Can't really sell it. St- Sorry, but they can't really sell it at the stadium. Yeah. Go Red Sox, but it's all right. <laughs> we won't talk about so, that because we just got caught in a cheating scandal, so it's cool. <laughs> so when people like go and run the field and stuff like that, is there like a specific area? Like, is there a jail cell in Angel there Stadium? It is. Thrown in? Yes. I so there's so. like a police department and there's like a security. Um, I guess one thing you wouldn't know, like there's a secu- in the obviously there's a security office, but there's like security officers actively in the security office looking at like cameras around the the stadium like Makes looking sense. at people in their seats like yeah. like one thing that i saw common like people would like sneak in like flasks or something yeah. so they'd zoom in on people and they send security up there like hey like you're out of here like you can't be sneaking that in here and that's one thing that i would have never known like yeah they're, they're scoping watching. what people are doing so that's, that's good cool. i'm little, okay like, with jail. that yeah yeah a little jail <laughs> yeah yeah little there was a, i never saw the jail cell but the PD did have an office, and they said there was a holding cell. So I'm, I would assume there was, but I didn't yeah. visually verify it. That's cool. Yeah. So then from there, um, worked for the Chargers. I was with the Chargers, the LA Chargers, this past year um, in community relations, which I loved. That was my jam, um, doing outreach with the team, sponsoring events in the community, um, bringing players to elementary schools and middle schools and have them speak at the school, just surprising kids with different, like each month we did a big thing. Like one in December, we um, went to what some elementary school in Long Beach and like the kids wrote essays and whatnot. And we brought like five players with us and like, it was only the third grade. So all the third grade was in the auditorium, whatever. And the players picked like five essays and each essay that was picked won a bike. So like the kids, oh, wow. oh, we can win a bike. And then like at the end, like all the players came together like, oh, sorry, like, like we can't give one more person a bike. Or like, we'll give everybody a bike. And like we, the whole stage was filled with bikes. And we just opened the curtains and all the kids went. That so is like, just so stuff like that. Cool. It's like so sick just to see like kids like light up, like yeah. their faces light up. So like sports and outreach, I was like, oh, this is so cool. 
So were those events that, like, you came up with or that the organization was coming up with and you're just helping facilitate? Yeah, just helping facilitate whatnot. Like, most of the events we did, the organization had been doing the past couple years. I mean, they would change stuff up here and there. But that one we had done in the past. Um, We got to come up with some new ideas and bounce them off, like, our bosses' heads and whatnot. But for the most part, it was things we had done already, Um, just kind of trying to tweak things and see how we could make them better and whatnot. That's awesome. So, yeah. How often did you get to interact with players then? Pretty often. I was down in the locker room almost every day, um, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, not going to lie, like getting to know, like I get it, they're just people, but it's totally it's different world in the locker room. And yeah. it was cool to get to know all the players. What players do you think you got to know the kind of best? Mm, definitely Jeremy Davis, Artavis Scott were two of my closest people. I still talk with both of them pretty often. Um, Jeremy, I, still, I, I just talked to him today. Um, Artavis Scott. Still waiting on that golf match, but hey, it's cool. That's another <laughs> story. Uh, yeah, both of them, um, they were definitely the closest I got to. They're both solid believers. Um, and then a few other guys. Isaac Rochelle is super cool, too. He was, like, the first guy I had an interaction with um, in there. He, like, the first day in the locker room, I'm in there with all these massive dudes, like, looking for a certain player. I'm like, I don't know. I know, like, the I know like Melvin Gordon, Philip Rivers, like, yeah. both. Like, I, but I don't know what the other ones look like. So Isaac just comes up and he's like, hey, like, who do you need? Like, I'll show you. I'll point him. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's a homie. I like him. <laughs> so shout out Isaac, uh, yeah. big homie right there. Um, there's a few other guys I got close to, but for most part, everybody. How easy was it to, like, be in that situation and interact? Like, what? Because you kind of talked about, yeah. like, they're just guys. But to some extent, yes. But to some extent, no. Like, what? What is that feeling? Yeah. In the room? For the most part, I was pretty comfortable going into it. Like, obviously, like, I had, like, the first day, I was like, okay, like, I don't want to mix anybody up or whatnot but like yeah. so i was like a little nervous but um everybody was pretty cool for the most part there was a couple guys in there that were like i was like intimidated because they like kind of gave me attitude a couple times and yeah. then eventually they came around more um but they were just definitely both melvins your bums i'm just kidding um uh <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they don't, they don't hear this They'll, but uh yeah so those guys were intimidating to uh go up to the first time they didn't really give me the time of day but hey it's all right i mean um part of that is probably they're like the most sought after guys yeah. anyway and yeah. so if they have to start this process over all the time and it's mm-hmm. really hard yeah for i get it the, there's the a lot of pr that they're doing so it's yeah. like i get it uh but no they came around at the end they were pretty cool for the most part um but going into it like i didn't really i wasn't really fearful like i would just like like they're human i'm human i'm just gonna go up and ask them like yeah honestly the most i don't even know if i can share i, I don't work with them anymore so i don't care um <laughs> like like some of the most awkward things like it's a locker room so like their showers are connected to the locker room and like yeah. they're walking out of the shower and you just got to go up and like and they're cha- they have their towel on and then mid-conversation they just drop their towel and you're they're changing like all right, like just like looking up, like, so can you you want to come to this event or like what, like so? That would be awkward. That, that was some of the most. No yeah. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, it wasn't too bad. It's a definitely they have a brotherhood in that locker room. Like yeah. there was, I never there was no never any beef or like any the biggest beef that I saw was like they would, um, I don't what I don't want to call them. There's a lot of fun having in that locker room, like. Cornhole, they had cornhole, mini oh. basketball, like a putting green, playing cards, and we'll just say a lot of money was flying around the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like the biggest beef. Like, hey fool, you owe me like a couple hundred bucks. Like, when are you getting that to me? And like, he's like, oh, I'll get it. Like, once I get like whatever, I'm like, yeah. a couple hundred bucks, bro. Like, dang. <laughs> um, like, how do I get it? Yeah, for us, I mean, Dude. for them, who cares? Yeah, like the most I insane thing depends. I saw. I'm not gonna say names here, no. but two guys, um, 
almost every day, at least a couple times a week, would sit at a table in the locker room and literally play war. So flip a card and whoever has – for $100 a card. What the – what? $100 a card. I'm like – Oh, my. They're like, you want to play? I'm like – No. Like $100 is my paycheck. Like I can't <laughs> do that. Like what the heck? So – on, on a game that is you have 100%. no control over. It's literally flipping a card. Whoever has a higher card, you're getting oh hundred dollars, and like yeah. it's nothing. Like it's just a different culture. It's insane. Like, but it's yeah. I can't even. So, but it's yeah. It, we but they're all like little kids still. Like like on the field, like they're like obviously they're all grown men, but on the yeah. field they're like oh like they're scary. But they come in the locker room and they're like. Like that locker room's a disaster. Like it looks like a little kid's. There's <laughs> cleats everywhere. Like oh, it's a mess. Like equipment managers, man. Yeah, hey, equipment managers. Christmas shout out. Um, they were on it. They were on it. But I, so, but it was fun. It's definitely fun. Were there any players that you were like starstruck to like walk up to and talk to? Them? Um, to be honest, Phil, Philip Rivers. Um, I wasn't starstruck, but people had told me I keep like. He's just always he – people are always trying to get him to do stuff. So yeah. just like don't be afraid if he says no. So that was the one that I was like kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to ask him. Or like, yeah. But it wasn't really Star Trek. It's like I don't want to invade in his personal space. But that's part the of the face, job. Because yeah. you know that out yeah. of everybody, he's the one. That yeah. But, I mean, that's part of the job. Just like getting like – there were some some players – I mean, most of the players were super cool. And some players were like, yeah, like whatever events you need, like let me do it. Like I yeah. want to go. Like I want to support the community and whatnot. That's awesome. And then some players were like, like – like I'm always like people are always trying to get me to do stuff, which I get. Like they have a. Yeah. It was tough because we had like our our events were on Tuesdays, and Tuesdays were their off days. They didn't have yeah. practice. That's the so one day a week that they have. Them. So it's like, hey, I know this is your only day off, but do you want to come and like do an event? So it's like I get it. Like I get their frustration. It's always me and like one or two other guys, and they're like bugging them to come and get like. Yeah. So like when I first started, like they were cool, and then when I like you keep asking like. All right, fool, like, come on. And then it's, it's just like a running joke. Like, all right, like, what do you got now? Like, yeah. come on. So, but like the rookies, they could only go to, on their rookie contract, they could only go to five events. Um, huh. So Uchenna last year was a rookie, um, rookie linebacker from SC. Um, he would always ask, how many more I got? All right, well, all right, let's do it. Come on, how many more? How many more? How many more? So just trying to get their That's events funny. out of the way, which is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool, though, that you got to interact with a a pro football team at like more of a personal level. Mm-hmm. So you got to see the players as people yeah. where a lot of us don't. Yeah. It's definitely a different side of things. Cause I've, I mean, I, I'm a huge sports fan. So like I was always, yeah, like cheering, like I got jerseys and whatnot, but you just kind of go, got to go into a different mode. And once you real, like once you're in there, you realize, all right, they are just human. Like they, yes, they're pro athletes and, but they're human. They yeah. speak just like we speak and whatever. So, uh, but honestly, one of the coolest thing was coolest things was, um, I met the chaplain in the locker room one one day, and uh, he had started a – so obviously he does Bible studies with the team. He has yep. a team Bible study, a coach's Bible study, and then he started a front office Bible study, wow. which is way cool. So like when I was there, there was probably only about four or five of us um, that would go each week, but it was so cool just to see like people Definitely. from like an organization that is not faith-based coming together and having the, the team chaplain lead them. Uh, but I still stay in touch with him here and there, and uh, he says it's grown. He says – I don't, I don't want to make up a number, but he says it's growing. It's more than like, I want to say it's like 10, 15 people now. Oh, from um, the front office yeah, alone. Yeah, from the front office, wow. which is way cool. Yeah. So that's definitely super, one of the coolest things for sure. Wow. Yeah. So how how did those two, specifically the Angels and Chargers, how did those jobs come up? Are those just random things that you're applying for? Did you know people? Yeah, how just, did the, just uh, random things I was applying for. Um, 
applied through what is it team not yeah teamwork yeah, online teamwork, yeah. teamwork online just applied through there and i shot out my resume to hundreds of teams i'm like yeah. dude like and got like a few like responses whatnot interviews but i was like okay like i know i don't like and i would take the interviews like across like cross country but just like knowing that i didn't want them just for the experience yeah um so it was really just applying online and waiting for the right ones which yeah, yeah. So experience, definitely the Chargers one, the Angels experience helped landing. Yeah. But the Angels one was just kind of, I guess, luck of the draw. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's dope. Super fun. Is that your bedtime alarm? <laughs> I have 10 minutes before I have to leave for work. Okay. Perfect. Um, but that doesn't mean you guys stop. It just means yeah. that I stop. So what, so going back to the FCA stuff, mm-hmm. what is your... I mean, why did FCA become – you kind of talked about it a little yeah. bit. There's a lot of organizations that you could do stuff. So why specifically FCA? Mm-hmm. And then what is your vision for your role, what you get to contribute, and how you get to be – how you get to grow and be blessed by it? Yeah. So why FCA? Um, like I said, I was set on working in pro sports um, and always told myself I wouldn't work in a church. Um, and I always just associated – ministry with church it's like we got enough light inside the church like i want to be a light outside of the church yeah. like be in the secular world and whatnot um so when i was getting ready to leave the chargers i was looking for i was honestly looking at staying in pro sports i was looking at the rams the angels again the dodgers ducks kings anything around here yeah. um and then saw an opening for fca and i i don't know if i shared when i went to wilson high school um <laughs> help start i helped start um my buddy chase who played with me in the wolf ball tournament um he and his family um wanted to start fca at wilson so i was good friends with good friends with them back then so kind of helped them start it there um so, so it didn't exist on campus did at not exist yet. at wilson okay. when i was there and then my junior year we got it we got it going um so i was involved there junior and senior year and then once i graduated went to long beach state and fca was not on campus at all um they had like yeah. they had crew and university i think and a few others i don't know mm-hmm. um so FCA just kind of went out the door. I was still involved at my home church, Seacoast, serving in the young adult, not in the young adults, in the um, youth group. Um, so going back to leaving the Chargers, looking for other um, organizations to go to, um, saw an FCA opening. I'm like, that's it. Like ministry, high school, sports. Like that's my jam. Being yeah. saved in high school, like I shared, like just knowing all the crap that high schoolers are going through. That's it. So I, I stopped, literally stopped applying for everything else. Then I reached out to a friend who was working for, for FCA already. Um, and I texted Becca Bryant. And I was like, hey, like, who's doing the hiring for this? Like, I just applied, but I'd love to, like, talk with them in person. Yeah. So she got me connected with um, Jared Hall. He's, a, the, like, Irvine area director. And uh, so originally I applied for just an admin position. I'm like, all right, admin. I've been doing that for the Angels and Chargers for three years. I can do that. Yeah. Um, and then I met with Jared. He's like, yeah, we're actually looking for like an area rep. That's what I'm doing right now. And he kind of explained it. He's like, yeah, you'll basically like be leading ministry on like high school campuses and whatnot. I'm like, nah, that's not for me. <laughs> like, no, thanks. He's, and he's like, like, we're looking for somebody down Irvine. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'll go check it out. Like, I'll go shadow one of the huddles and whatnot and see what yeah. it's all about. So went down to Irvine, shadowed one of the huddles and then uh, spoke at one of the huddles the following week. I was like, dude, this is sick. Like. I'm not ready for this, but I want to do it. Like, we're going to go for it. So I prayed on it, talked with my family, friends, church, and whatnot, um, and just knew Irvine wasn't the area. It was a 45-minute drive one way with yeah, no traffic. I'm like, I mean, I live right here in Long Beach. Like, if I'm going to do this, I want to be able to do that. I want to, like, be able to spend time with the kids, go to their games, support yeah. them at their games, and get them re- realistically the the 
big picture, the main goal is to get kids plugged into home churches. Yeah. Um, and I don't know churches down in Irvine. So I was like, hey, like he's like, all right, what about Long Beach? Like Long Beach is already going up and running. Like, but but the guy Traco, who's in Long Beach, has like a lot of schools. Like he could take some off his plate. I'm like, all right, like let's let's go to Long Beach. So I went to Milliken, yep. and then I went to Los Alamos Traco, and uh, I was like, dang, this is sick. Like I'd have like Wilson, Milliken, Pauly, like schools I've I've substitute taught for a while too. Okay. Schools that I know. Um, I was like, dude, all right, I think that's it. And then my director now, the Orange County director, emailed me. He goes. Hey, I know you're in the process of Long Beach, like with LA County for Long Beach. Like, if that's where God wants you, like, hey, we're all for that. But just so you know, we're looking for somebody to start up FCA in West Orange County. Um, I'm like, all right, like, that's like where my home church is, like all those schools around yeah. my home church. I'm like, Still all right, like, close. It's like, oh man. So I prayed on that more, took some time, and talked with just friends and family, church again, life group, and uh, ended up taking West Orange County. So, and. The big picture, so FCA's mission statement is to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus and his church. So it's like, how do I take that mission statement actually and actually put it into action? Because at Wilson, we had a speaker come once a week, and that was really it. There was no follow-up, no nothing. Yeah. Like Back then, it was like, oh, this is sweet. Like you, The gospel is coming on. Like People are hearing the gospel on campus and whatnot. Like That's cool. But looking back, it's like there was no growth. Like People were just coming for the pizza. It's like in one ear and out the other, like, yeah. which there's nothing wrong coming from the pizza. Like that's, we want those kids in there. Like those kids who have never stepped foot in church and whatnot. So at least they're hearing something. Exactly. Something. Yeah. Experience. And so my big picture is this, like I picture FCA as like the bridge, the bridge from public school campuses. Hey, walk across this bridge and let's get you plugged into home church where you can grow mm-hmm. deep into your faith. So come to FCA, um, whether you're a Christian or not, come and get pizza, come and get Chick-fil-A shout out Scott Carr from Chick-fil-A donating, yeah. uh, trays and nuggets um yeah come to fca and get your feet wet find out what this jesus guy is all about um and then let's get you plugged into home church and go deep with that with that home church uh and it's so cool to see like the vision that god gave me was like to have youth pastors and volunteers at fca on campuses and like coming to LaSalle, like it's already in action i'm like wow, this is sick. Like, yeah. this is exactly what I pictured. And it's just so cool to see the youth pastors and leaders from around the area coming and just hanging at the the, the huddles sure. or lunchtime meetings. And because, like I said, the, the main goal, obviously we want to pour into those kids who are already saved, mm-hmm. but my main goal is to reach those kids who aren't saved yet and get them plugged in home church. So when youth pastors like yourself come around and get to know these kids it's just easier for those kids to say hey i've seen that face before let's go check out his church and whatnot yeah um so i'd say that's the the big goal um the main picture there's definitely a lot more like um once so i'm in the process of funding um getting funded for this ministry the worst process which is the grind um coming into it i was like dang that is the worst and that i almost didn't take the job because of that um so fca i'm i'm a missionary technically yeah um supported off of basically like tithing we run like a church we're supported off of tithing and whatnot and when they told me that i was like nah like because i was i was 25 about to turn 26 so coming off my parents health insurance i'm like and you guys like two years ago i was diagnosed with diabetes so like all my insulin and like my like like technology i'm like dude i can't like i gotta have a job with benefits like (laughs) i cannot do this but really going into it like seeing shadowing the huddles and then really like praying through i was like if this is really where he's calling me, like he's going to provide. Um, so coming into it, that was the biggest fear, honestly, was raising funds. Yeah. Um, and it's it's definitely a grind. I've been going at it for a couple months, and we're right about the halfway point. Um, 
so like the goal is like fifty three hundred dollars of monthly support just to be able to sustain the ministry. Yep. Um, and I'm just under the halfway point right now, which is like a cool little target. I don't know, cool. What do you call it? Yeah, marker. Marker. Yeah, cool marker. Um, and but I honestly enjoy the process. I wish it was going a little bit faster, but it's because obviously if I was funded, I'd be able to go out into the other four yeah, schools and start it up. But uh, but it's honestly fun. I love sitting down with people one-on-one and just sharing about FCA and catching up with old friends. Like that was one thing I was super intimidated about was reaching out to old friends and say, they're like, all right, this was just asking for money. He's yeah. a salesman. It's like, no, like we're not selling. Like the gospel sells itself. It's like yep. just asking them to support you in, in the mission that God gave you. Like really he gave all of us is to go and make disciples. Um, but it's so cool sitting down with people and having – one-on-one conversations, actually intentional conversations, because I feel like most of the time nowadays it's, hey, how's it going? Good. How's work? Good. All right, we'll see you. Like, Deuces. that's it. That's really it. Like, or like, or interaction through social media. Yeah. So it's just cool to like slow down and reconnect with old friends and some. A lot of people support and some people say no, I can't support and it's totally cool. But that was definitely another big fear. I didn't want old friends like me to reach out and they say. No, like I can't, or even like friends that I have now, like that I would think would support, and they just they're not in the 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 spot to support right now, yeah. which is totally cool. Like it doesn't affect my relationship with them, but I didn't want them getting awkward. Like oh, yeah. I can't okay. support him, so like I can't hang. I'm like no, that's not it. Like, but it's honestly that makes relationships stronger now. It's so cool being able to minister to those people too, even and all my supporters is way cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quickly before I leave, yes. Um, it, was it kind of intimidating to be thrown to such a large school like La Salle? Because I know the La Salle, like, FCA is very large, right? Mm-hmm. So was it kind of intimidating for that to be kind of your first, like, get-go? Um, or not really? Because you did know a lot of people that were connected to it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't – I would say it's more intimidating right now, now that I'm getting more involved and in going to all the, all the leader meetings and whatnot, trying to get to know all the, the student leaders. Um but it was definitely a big help, like, that all you volunteers were there and it was already kind of up and running. So I could kind of just go in and, like, see how things run and yeah. then slowly step into it, which was a big help. Um, so not that intimidating since it was already up and running and there's so many rad volunteers like you guys that help keep it going. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to go. All right. <laughs> Have fun at work. Have fun playing on the playground with all those kids. I'll try. <laughs> yeah, don't hurt anyone. Don't throw any footballs don't in hurt yourself. Head. Don't hit any girls in the head with a football. <laughs> I, I have pretty good accuracy, so no. There you go. <laughs> There's a chair there. The That's awkward nice. the awkward exit. What did you just ask? This guy tried to leave Stealing with Stealing your car. Wow. I mean, he wouldn't have gotten far. <laughs> Dang. Another one bites the dust. I don't need to put him on too much blast. But we, <laughs> we need to get him a driver's license. Oh, that's a big blast you just put him on for sure. Uh, I mean, most of the people in the community are aware. Okay. Um, he's working on it, kind of. All right, there you go. It's men- he's working on it mentally first, and then practically things will start to happen eventually. All right, there you go. Um, you got to take mental reps, <laughs> picturing it happen. Visualization. That's you it. Gotta, it's the, the whole thing. It doesn't have the vision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some kids, some kids from an early age, they just got it. They're ready. They're mm. ready to go at like 11, 12, like give me in this car. That's it. When did you get your license? How old were you? 19. Okay. So You're a little late bloomer. I so I grew up off of Carson and Bellflower. Okay. Between Bellflower yep, and yep. So I went to Stanford Middle School and then Milliken and Cal State Long Beach. So I had the Stanford same, Hawks. Shout out. Red Hawks back in the day. Really? Apparently they shortened it to Hawks. 
Was it Stanford Hawks? It was the Hawks when I went there. I graduated there and I gra- I don't know. I graduated elementary school, mini can't, in 2004. I remember that because our saying was surf to the shore in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel old because I graduated high school in 2003. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was at, I graduated Stanford in 99. Okay. And I don't think was, I was born was yet. Stupid. <laughs> and we were the Red Hawks okay. back then. Like I have, I don't know if I still have them. I don't know where they would be. My mom might have them somewhere. Like I have like shirts because yeah, there would PE be shirts. The, well, maybe not PE shirts. Was it a PE shirt? It was. There was. It was a gray shirt that had the Stanford thing. And yeah. depending on how you like performed or did stuff, they would put these like little patches, patches? on. Really? And it would say blah blah blah. And you I feel got like one that's too year. offensive nowadays. Like, hey, that kid's probably smart. showing off. I know. It's, <laughs> we got to Every kid careful. gets a trophy. So, but yeah. So I lived there, and that's where I went to school. My best friend lived by Lakewood High School. A couple of my other really good friends lived by Milliken, and. Then you have the Lakewood Mall and the Town Center in Cal State Long Beach. So, like, in this triangle that makes the mall, the Town Center, and Cal State Long Beach, I lived in the middle of it, mm. and all of my friends lived in it, and it was a 15-minute bike ride max to any of those places. That's nice. So, I just rode Understandable. <laughs> from 7th grade through 14th grade. 14th I just rode grade. my bike everywhere. There you go. And that was fine. And, you know, by the time, because I, I turned 17 in March, the year I graduated high school. Okay. Wow. Youngin. So so I was younger than everybody anyway. Yeah. So all of my friends were driving. So if we were going to go anywhere, somebody else was re- already driving anyway. And I wasn't somebody who was like, I need a ride here. I need a ride to do this. It was just like, hey, we're going and you're coming. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that I didn't need it until my stepdad was like, you need to get your license. Like, Fine. All right. <laughs> so I did it out of necessity, but out of, out of my stepdad. I did it out of being forced to. But I, Dang. And now I drive all the time. There you go. Just toting your it's, kids around. Or it's not, crazy. Your youth group kids. Yeah. Acquiring acquiring my parents' van has is helpful in that process nice. instead of having to just borrow it all How's the time. How's the gas mileage on that thing? Terrible. Yep. I have yeah. had to fill. Oh, my gosh. It's worse than. Does <laughs> the church give you an allowance for ga- gas or no. what? Toting I mean, all those kids around? I don't. I consider. So in this way that you are like. You're raising funds. You're on mission. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of that was the idea when I got hired here. Mm-hmm. Is that my salary mm-hmm. is my support so that I can be on mission? But my mission is serving the youth. Yeah. So there is a youth budget, but it's pretty low. Mm. And I just consider my my salary is part of my funding. There and you so go. So like I'm paying for stuff out of the funding that I'm ah. receiving. So I have to be smart about my mission's funding yeah. and spending it wisely That's when tough. I take kids out for That's food. That's tough. And so that may or may not be what I'm supposed to be doing, but I feel like it's it's more responsible and a somewhat blessing to the church mm-hmm. if I am utilizing my funds correct yeah. or in a efficient way for the that most fruitful as way. opposed to just like, I got the church's credit card. I'll just put everything yeah. on the credit card yeah. over and over because I am aware that there isn't some endless bank account. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's just you, you mean money just doesn't fall from trees? <laughs> nope. Oh. I Somehow, I I'm pretty sure I didn't spend a lot of money my first year, but I like someone was like, you spent a lot of money this year. I, like, I don't recall spending hardly any money, but okay. So I just stopped. I don't remember the last time I used the church's credit card wow. for anything. Because I just don't want to, like, unless it needs to, unless I'm putting something on a hold, mm-hmm. or unless it's, like, a big thing that we're, like, if we go on retreats or something, yeah. I use the church's credit card to put it there, and then when I get the money, I'll put it back into the account.
Gotcha. But that's it. So, yeah. Dang. But that's <laughs> that's a grind. That's how we got back to there. I don't even know how we got there. Driving. Oh, driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gas mileage and whatnot. Van's rough. That's right. Hey, it's all right. Fit a lot of kids. <laughs> we fit a lot of adults too. We on so this is a newer version of the van that I took my driver's test in a van. Sweet. Like the the one I have, I think they're E two fifties. So mm-hmm. eight passenger, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Big old marshmallow vans. So that's what that's what I learned to drive in, and it's what I took my driver's test in. And so the previous van that I did all that in that my parents owned. I would drive it all the time to like frisbee stuff and do all that, and so we, um, one year we played we had a tournament at UC Irvine, mm. and there was like a side lot off that you didn't have to park that you didn't have to pay in as opposed to like the close one that you did have to okay. pay in. So everyone parked their cars over there, and then everyone got in the van, oh. and I just rolled the like half mile down. Mm-hmm. So, so we get down, and the fences to the facility haven't opened yet. So all the teams are still, like, kind of hanging out, yeah, congregating yeah. until it happens. So the, we roll up in the van, and just 20 guys just pile out of the oh van. My. out Just in front of everyone. Everyone's dying. It was super funny. That is awesome. So that there was, like, a sandal that got lost along the way because one of my <laughs> friends was, like, upside down at one point. The other – so that was just, you know, that was a short thing. Uh-huh. We had a tournament in Vegas one year, and we – we our our hotel was about 40 minutes away from the field. Okay. And so one what day, what hotel? I don't remember. Okay. It was off the strip. In the it boondocks. Yeah, right. it wasn't anywhere fun. And we, so there was one day like our games had ended, but some of us were still sticking around to watch, mm. and other people were like going back. So somebody borrowed a friend's keys to get the stuff out of the car and then go oh, back to no. the hotel. Whatever. Took the keys with them no. to the hotel. So a car full of people didn't have keys to the car. So I had my van full of eight people mm-hmm. plus six more people. So in the van, you know, you get your two rows. So it's me, shotgun, two rows. So that's eight. Mm-hmm. We had somebody sit in the middle of the two seats yep, looking yep. back. So that's nine. And then five people in the backpack just chilling no. in the backpack. For a 40-minute so, drive. So 14 people. In the, if you go from driving a van that only has a couple people in it to driving a van that has 14 people in it, and all of a sudden <laughs> there's a couple thousand pounds more That's weight. a big difference. It changes how the car feels when you're driving. Wow. And so you're probably like pedal to the metal, like going 40 miles an hour. Like how many <laughs> it, people in there? It's quite, it's the braking is the oh, hardest yeah. part. Like accelerating is slow regardless, but stopping takes a lot longer. I feel like I would have been having like slamming on the brakes, like throwing everybody it, around. Like, oh my. <laughs> it is rough. Dang. So those are some adventures in the van. That's fun. Yeah. That's way fun. I love just vacations in general. Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas in a while. Mostly when I was a kid. Circus, circus. I've only been to Vegas for Frisbee. Mm-hmm. And then my friend's bachelor party. Um, little hangover action? <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't because I could only go out there for one night and one day. Okay. Because we had... We had um, I want to say it was after... What is happening? <laughs> I thought I heard that, but... I, all right. There's like a flute or something being a played. piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> What's that little where you go, ooh, yeah. I have no idea. Um, anyway. Yeah, I, don't, we had, I had some event or something on a Friday night. And then we 
they were spending the weekend in Vegas. So me and another guy, maybe it was just the two of us, drove out Friday night, mm. got there at like 2 in the morning, Dang. found them, found everybody like on, on a casino floor or something, hung out for a bit. Uh, we probably hung out to like 6 or 7. Dang. Maybe. I, I don't know if it was I was asleep late. for like 8 hours already. <laughs> <laughs> we go go to the hotel and like sleep for a couple hours, go back to another hotel and get uh, breakfast in the morning. Uh-huh. But it was while the World Cup was going on, so we hung out and watched a World Cup game. And then, um, do you know Young the Giant? Have you heard of that band? Nope. Okay. Well, so they're, they're a band from the OC. <laughs> okay. And so my friend who the Bachelor Party was for, he was in the band when they just started. Ah. And so a couple of his really good friends are band guys. And so one of the guys had a cabana at the Cosmopolitan. The place looks fancy. It was pretty dope. <laughs> so they have they have like a wade pool that you just like walk mm-hmm. around in and hang out and stuff. So we did that. And then a cabana that was just like stocked with drinks. And but like they were having yeah. fun, yeah. but like I couldn't because I had to drive back that day because yeah. I had to be back for something on Sunday. So it was like a long, it was a really fun, really long 24 hours. Uh-huh. But it was really cool. So that's like the only other time that I've been to Vegas, Dang. other than I was at Summer League this year, and that was really there cool. Yeah, that's fun. I've never been to a Vegas pool party. It's Seen them on TV, it's like, but. I don't know. I'm just not a big party. It was party cool. There was like a ping pong table off to the side. There's That's my jam right there. Now we're talking. Give me some ping pong, yeah. some football games on. Like, let's go. Speaking of ping pong, one of our former pastors just left yesterday to move to North Carolina. Um, long story, but whatever. And they lived over here um, in this area. Mm-hmm. And we had acquired a ping pong table from somebody a while ago. And they were offering it to us to use for youth group. But we don't have anywhere to store it. Because, mm. like, the basement always gets used for something, and there's nowhere to put a ping pong table. Mm-hmm. So we just gave it to them because one of their kids was, like, into playing ping pong, and we played ping pong a few times. But it was chilling at the house, and they moved. And I totally meant to ask about it, and I forgot. Oh. So I have no idea where it, it is. I know. I'm going to text them right now and be like, what? Dang. Get I should have asked this a couple days ago. Get some Polish ping pong going. I, I am down. That sounds like a lot of fun. That's so fun. So it's a blast. I yeah. don't even know why it's called Polish, though. Yeah, what? <laughs> I've never even been to Poland. I don't know if I've met anybody who is Polish. Had a Polish dog from Costco. You've never had a Polish dog. I used to work at Wienerschnitzel. I know what a Polish sausage <laughs> looks like. There you go. I haven't had one from Costco, though. I stick to the normal hot dog or All chicken right. bakes. They don't even have Polish dogs anymore. They took it off the menu. Like they took a couple things off. They took freaking the... <laughs> Like the yogurt off. Oh, I know. And put the acai. Oh. Like, get that crap out of here. I was so mad. Man. My go-to. I, it's like I'm talking like I go there all the time. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm not a health freak. That's for sure. I just don't go there because I don't think of it. Yeah. A little slice of combo pizza and a hot dog. It's like, what, like 350 for yep. the Because two giant extra pizza and fifty yeah. for the hot dog. And, and it drink. comes with a little drink. That's what I do every time. It's a hot dog and either a pizza or a chicken bake. A chicken bake. So good. That's that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, we could end on this last note. I mean, we could go on for another hour and a half if we want, but we don't want to bore the people. Um, we. So this has been mentioned mm-hmm. in the past in other conversations, but I never really had a whole breakdown of it. Mm-hmm. Paper airplanes. 
Speaking for airplanes. That's a long one. Is it? We can get into it if you want. I, well, it might not be that long. We can break yeah, it down. You know, do you? It's the last thing we're doing, so yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, we're going to have to have you back on again because we didn't talk about a lot of other stuff. We'll just do it when you right. and Jacob show up. This is a good time. And yeah. we go. Yeah. This, this is fun. Uh, paper airplanes. Uh, yeah. Red Bull. Paper airplanes. They host a worldwide competition for paper airplanes, and I didn't know of it. Um, didn't even know paper airplanes were a thing. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad I came across it because now I get free Red Bull whenever I want and got some free trips of so winning the world championship. What so is that? Long happen? Beach State. Um, <laughs> 2015, my senior year, I was walking to class and I had some extra time. I was with one of my buddies, Dylan Franks. And uh, we come, we're in the student union and there's a Red Bull event. I'm like, all right, like, we'll go check it out, get a free Red Bull and yeah. hang out. And we're like, it's a paper airplane event. We're like, Maybe we'll just get a Red Bull and keep going. <laughs> like, all right, we'll, we'll keep going. You know, these and nerds. I, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like, we got time. Like, it's Red Bull. Whatever they put on is, like, pretty sick. Yeah. Like, there's like there's got to be some cool professional paper airplaners or pro- yeah. whatever you they call it. They do the cliff diving. Yeah. They do the drone flying. Yeah. They do all that Everything. stuff. Everything. I'm like, all right. Like, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll hang out. So, like, they're like, no, it's a competition. Like, like. It's like we're trying to get students to join it. Like there's a like whoever throws it the the furthest um, in the country, like you'll get a free trip to Austria. I'm like, I'm, that's not gonna happen. Like no thanks. Like like no, just like just try it, just try it. So this uh, was like a competition they were holding on campus. Yeah, right so it was there. a qualifier. They had okay. qualifiers around the U.S. and one of the qualifiers was at Long Beach State. I'm like random. I'm like all right, like we'll try it. So I just folded the paper airplane that I remembered from like elementary yeah. school. Like I haven't thrown one forever, but hey, we'll give it a shot. So I throw it, and uh, it hits the wall, like, as far as it can go in the room. I'm like, all right. Like, wow. That's it? Yeah. So so they're like, that wasn't enough to break the, like, U.S. record. So, like, we'll we'll take – but it was a good throw. Like, we'll take you – You threw it as far as you could. There's a wall. But there's qualifiers around the U.S., like, other qualifiers. Well, I like, understand. The, but, oh, like, yeah. how come you were limited because I know, they put I know. a wall in that the That was, like, my big like, – I'm like, what the heck? They're that's like, dumb. yeah, like – like that's stupid. They're like, they're like, we'll like try and find another gym and we'll give you a call in a couple of days and like yeah. we'll have you come through. So like two days later they gave me a call and I went to some gym right off the some gym right off the 22, and I threw and broke the U.S. record. I'm all, <laughs> dude, no way. Like I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> what to, uh, what airplane are you folding? How did you remember some random folds? That I, I don't, we don't you, pay use that one. The one that's popping out of the book. All right, one sec. As he rolls on the rolly chair a couple inches. Yeah, so I'll fold the paper airplane. So it's a funny story. Um, I'll fold this, and I'll uh, I'll be talking as I'm folding. Um, we're just gonna move some stuff around. But anyways, yeah. So I, I break the U.S. record, and they're like, "You're gonna like." They call me like, uh, "They're like, you're, all right, you're gonna go to, to uh, Austria to represent the U.S." I'm like, "To represent the U.S. for paper airplanes?" Like, all right, like let's do it. Sick. And uh, and uh. So I just burped. I don't know. If the, I don't know hey, if I got that. It's I did, pretty I, good at. Not, I was speaking at, at a. I was speaking at Sonora High School last week and burped like mid, like in the microphone. I'm like, oh boy, sorry. Like people started laughing. Like that's just <laughs> well, <yeah>. Like, <laughs> but anyway, it's a. Hopefully to high schoolers. Yeah, it was high schoolers. Yeah. Where's Sonora High School? Uh, that's not my area. I was. It's well, it's yeah, in like it's... Whittier, La Habra oh, okay. area. Um, but anyways, uh, back to paper airplane. So. Yeah. Um, like it was on the Red Bull website. They're like, I was like the top score or top distance, or whatever. And then like the next day, they called said, hey, like unfortunately, like the official rules state you only get two throws, and you had your two official throws at the at Long Beach State. I'm like, so why the heck did you bring me yeah, to another what are you gym? Doing? They're like, well, we were just trying to see if you could break the world record. I'm like, no, that's not what you brought me here. <laughs> so I was like, 
I was kind of pissed. I was like, yeah. Like, I was like pissed, but I was like, whatever. Like, I didn't. You I, guys set this up poorly. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know about this like two days ago, so yeah. whatever. It's like, it's like I had a trip ripped out of my hands for him. Like, dude, that blows. So like, yeah. It's like whatever. So in the past, they had it, had it every three years, but it, for some reason, they had it every four years. So a couple months ago. 2019 in April or May, um, they had another qualifier down in San Diego. So, you know what? Like, I was already, already down in the area. This like, is this recent that this happened for you? Yeah, I just won it and won the championship in May. I thought that happened a long time ago. No. I thought no. that's how the story was going to end. Is the what? No. No. Uh, okay, continue. Yeah. So, uh, four years pass and it's now yeah. 2019. So, like, I'm down in San Diego area. I'm like, there's a qualifier. I'm like, do I even want to do this? Like, I still had a bitter taste. Like, <laughs> it's not like I sat on thing, but when like I it, somebody brings yeah, it, I'm like, yeah. dude, that puts a bitter taste in my mouth. Like, screw Red Bull. Like, no way. <laughs> um, but uh, so I went to it, and the same thing happened. I'm in another gym, and I hit the wall as far as it can throw. You're like, guys, yeah, we've done this before. And luckily, like one of the main guys from like down in the area, Red Bull guys, was down there. He goes, yeah. so he's asking me like before I threw, he's like, how'd you hear about the event? And like told him what happened. He goes. Oh really? Like that, that's pretty cool, um, and whatnot. And then, uh, and then. Oh, you set the world record? Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. No, no biggie. And then, I was like, he was like, we were talking, and then I threw and I hit the wall. I'm like, dude, no way, this is gonna happen again. <laughs> and then uh, they like, any they like open the doors to the gym, so like kind of step out, like it was like in the corridor of the gym, because like, I couldn't, you can't throw outside just because of wind. Uh, yeah. So like go like outside of the gym but in the corridor and so I like kind of like have a weird angle and I throw it and it hits the wall again I'm like dude this sucks like and they, <laughs> they they get the tape measure out they're like all right that's far enough that that broke the U.S. record and there's only there was already like 30 qualifiers that happened there was only like two or three left that weekend they're like all right and the the guy Jay who was running the event there he's like I'm gonna get you to Austria like I know what happened last time like you're I know you got it like don't worry like I'm gonna get you to Austria you have the record broken I'm like he's like aren't you hyped them all not really. Like I've been in the same I've, shoes. I've like, heard this yeah, story. Yeah, like this sounds way familiar. Um, <laughs> but he was a man of his word. Shout out Jay. He's a homie. Okay. Um, he uh, three days later that the record stood. So three days later, I got a call from uh, my Red Bull person, Red Bull rep down here, um, Elizabeth, and she's like, "Hey, this is Elizabeth from Red Bull. I just want to call and tell you, like, you're going to we're going to fly you out to Austria to represent the U.S. for the World Finals." And like, oh my gosh. I'm laughing. I'm like what is life like paper airplane <laughs> like what the heck so uh anyways we uh yeah they fly so each country there's there's actually three categories um distance hang time and aerobatics so distance and hang time are pretty yeah. self-explanatory um distance hang time and aerobatics and hang time no aerobatics is like a minute like routine just like freestyle with like music and these they made paper airplanes and art. I don't even like. They made like boomerangs, like legit boomerangs out of paper planes. They had like one guy, Tai Chi from Japan. He created a paper ball and threw it up in the air, and it literally like there was no like fire or explosions allowed because yeah. the World Finals were in a, a airplane hangar, and it, it like exploded in midair, and all these little paper airplanes and confetti came out, and like <laughs> I don't even know like what happened. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah, it was madness. Um, I don't even know where I am on this paper airplane. I don't I either. This I've, is the most intricate folding of a paper airplane I've ever seen. I'm trying to think. For all of you who think it's oh, just I know where I am. fold 
fold in half, fold yeah. the corner down, fold the corner right. down. Fold, it, that is not what's happening. This yeah. is a very geometric process. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, – it's not really a glider. It's more of a dart. You remembered uh, this from elementary? No, school? no. So this is this is part of the story I'm getting. I'm okay. getting to. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is insane. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, they're like, yeah, we're gonna fly you to Austria to represent the U.S. for distance. I'm like, all right, like sick. Like, I was like hyped, and I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna go. Like, it's paper airplanes. Like, I don't know. Like, I was like, okay, free trip to Europe. Yeah. Like, Red Bull. Like, it's gonna be sick. Everything paid for. All right, let's do it. So they took. So each other co- – there was like 60 countries there from around the world, uh-huh. um, and they took only the top one, the national champion from each country. So each country had three people, one for distance, one for hang time, one for aerobatics. But the U.S., they took the top five just because it's such a big country, and there's five Red Bull markets here. Um, oh, so they did the, f- the top five from each yeah. discipline? Yeah, so, okay. so the U.S. had 15 there in, wow. in total. Um, and I get there. So I was the only person from the West Coast, or at least that f- flew from LAX. Um, so I didn't really know anybody. We they fly us into uh, fly us into um, Germany, and so I land in Germany. I'm like, all right, like I don't really know what's going on. So I go through customs and I I exit customs and like you know the limo drivers that stand there with like I just I, w- I want a picture when you're going through customs. And they're like, what are you here for? Yeah, and you have to be like, well, paper planes. <laughs> So funny. So I like I walk through customs and I'm like there's a bunch of people like there like waiting for family and whatnot and like you know like limo drivers like they're standing there. Yeah, like, with, with the a, name. So there's this Red Bull girl in like a like a stewardess Red Bull outfit and it says Jake Hardy like World Finals. I'm all, I think that's that me. So like tight. let's go. Like oh what the heck? So she's like all right like let's go. So they Red Bull had a a uh, what do you call it? a lounge that they had at the airport so they they took us to the lounge and there was obviously free red bull and food like a bunch yeah. of people were waiting there um there they bust us from from germany to um austria it was like a two-hour bus ride usually they fly us to germany and then take a little plane to austria but the airport was shut down so they just bust everybody which was cool mm-hmm. um, so we're just hanging in the in the um uh the what I call it, the lounge. little room, yeah. yeah, the lounge, and I'm just like inter- like meeting people, like this is cool, like there's people from around the world, I want to meet yeah, them, like cool. I'm very extroverted guy, I want to meet these people, and uh, so I'm going, and there's this guy, he's like most people are my age ish, younger ish, um, and there's this guy, he's I don't know, sorry Jason, I don't want to age you, he's probably forty <laughs> ish, okay. uh, so I go and I, I I thought he was a worker, uh, so I go and introduce him and. So the funniest. I don't even know if he's heard me tell a story, but he knows exactly what happened. Um, that's that's the airplane. Oh, but anyways, um, he, I like shake his hand. I'm like, hey, I'm Jake. He just looks at me. I'm like, hey, I'm Jake. He's like, you're the guy I need to beat. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you're first in the U.S. and I'm second. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, this will be like, fun. And then he, he's he, like, he no, reaches, he's offended. He, yeah, he reaches in his backpack and takes out. And like I love Jason, like he he like he seriously helped me win the championship. We'll get to that part of the story, but like my yeah. first interaction with him, I'm like, dude, this guy's intense. Like, what? so he reaches in his backpack and he pulls out three books of origami, completely published, like all his own origami. Like it was insane. Him? Yeah, his like stuff? three like thick like you oh know my. like hardcover art books. Yeah, and he was a publisher of all three. I'm like. <laughs> Dude, this guy's nuts, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I've unofficially like broken the Guinness World Record, but I, I just want to do it here, like, so it's official, because I know there's like a Guinness World Record person here, so like, I just want to like win and like get my name in the Guinness World Record book. I'm like, 
well, it'll be fun competing against you. Like, I have no shot, but it's cool. Like, this will be fun. So, um, Time goes on, and I guess we'll just share the whole. Do we have time limit, or should I just I, share the whole trip? I'm not going anywhere. All right. Um, so, yeah. So that was my first interaction with Jason. And anyways, meet meet a bunch of other people, meet my other U.S. teammates and whatnot. And I, they bus us to uh, to Austria. We get to our hotel. Hotel is like so cool. It's like an Olympic village. There's people yeah. from 60 countries, like all kicking it with each other. It's like, That's crazy. This is so sick. Like there's Red Bull um, like fridges everywhere. Just go and grab whatever. Like sick. So we get there. Um, we get there. Um, Fly out Wednesday, get there Thursday morning, get to our hotel Thursday afternoon, and our, our uh, rep, uh, Elizabeth, she's like, all right, you guys got time. Like, you guys can go, go out in town and hang out. Like, you guys have a Red Bull allowance. Like, you guys can spend this much money and, like, just bring back your receipts. We'll cover it. I'm like, all right. So we went out and, like, we, like, went and shot some pool and, like, got a beer and, like, got, like, a like a hot dog. Like, just whatever, like, typical yeah. German, Austrian food. I'm like, this is cool. Like, sweet. That's so awesome. So we come back to the hotel and Thursday night is uh, opening ceremonies. I'm like, Opening, cer- opening ceremonies. I'm like, all right, like, let's go. Like, so they're like, and so like before, like before everybody had they flew out. Like obviously we're our Red Bull reps were like talking with us, sending out emails, like telling us what to bring. They're like yeah, like bring like American stuff. Like everybody's gonna be wearing their colors to the ceremonies. So I'm like, what is America like? <laughs> like I don't know what we wear. Like we're a melting pot. Like yeah, well. I don't know. So I bring my cowboy boots and and uh, this. Button up American flag shirt and American yes. flag bandana, just like a power move. I'm like, all right, like, let's do it. And uh, so everybody's getting ready for it and like getting ready for opening ceremonies. And people from Japan, they're wearing their kimonos. Like Germany's yeah. wearing their leader hosens and whatnot. And everybody else has like their typical like Incredible. stuff. I'm like, all right, like I'm going in my cowboy boots and my American flag bandana. Like we're gonna do it. That's it. So the the other Americans, like ev- all the Americans, had like an American flag bandana. I gotta find this picture to show you. I wish the um, listeners could could see it. But yeah. um, so this buddy, one of the, he was probably one of the clo- closest guys I got with there, Zach Horowitz. Um, like I walk out of my hotel room wearing that. He goes, dude, I brought this like fur vest. I don't know if I want to wear it or not. I'm, I'm like, go put it on. Like let's see it. And this fool goes into his room and walks out shirtless, just with a with a fur vest what? on, and a American flag bandana oh, around his head. I'm like, dude, you have to yes. wear it. Like, That's have to wear it. And I'm like, okay, this guy's my homie. Like, I love this guy. So sick. Oh, so this fool wears that to opening ceremonies. And opening ceremonies were at um, it's called it was called the Salzburg Residence. It was basically where the old archbishop used to live. So it's like okay. a sick palace and whatnot. Yeah. And we get there and people were, were just hanging and whatnot. And then they have like a because that's where Mo- Mozart's from, I think. Salzburg? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so they had like a, a symphony come out and play like for opening ceremonies, music and whatnot. And then they had like a nice dinner and like some beers for us. Like, ever, like it was so nice. Was it like an attended public event? Or no, it was, it was private. Just it was private. just it was for just Red just Bull. Still. Yeah, okay. just for all, all the Red Bull. I'm trying to – oh, so here's – people aren't going to see this. But here's – my outfit, just like American flag, yes. just like power. Oh, that, like, that's an epic photo. Yeah, just like in the hall. so, like that's the little castle that we're in. Um, that's perfect. I gotta find this guy Zach because it was so money. Um, I mean, what was everybody else wearing? Like it was just so. Well, were people dressed up nice or? Were so they that's like, America. You can see Zach on the bottom left, just in his furry look. Like um, what do you call? It? Who's that? Bottom right, sorry, I don't know left and right. <laughs> bottom right, <laughs> you're like That's bottom left. So that guy's good. definitely, yeah, but yeah, just like total power movement. That's like, that is sick. But let's see some pictures of other people. People like like that guy was like from like Philippines, just wearing like a pilot outfit, yeah. um, kimono yeah. from Japan. That's dope. Um, 
that was like Saudi Arabia, like yeah. typical, like I don't want to say stereotypical, yeah, but no, whatever but, you th- it yeah. is, it is what it is. Like that's yeah, traditional that stuff. That's that's what they were dressed up as, and uh, or not dressed up. That's what they were wearing. Yeah. And, uh, it was just so cool. They had, like I said, they had a symphony playing. There was dinner and, like, hanging out. Got to know a bunch of people. It was so cool. Like, I love, like I said, I'm, I'm super extroverted. So just meeting people from around the world. And yeah. just, like, and what was insane was, like, 99% of the people spoke English. Yeah, they spoke, that's the they spoke their language yeah. in English. And here, all of us <laughs> Americans are being ignorant as we are. Like, we know one language. Like, <laughs> sick. Like, cool. I was like, dude, I wish I could speak all like their yeah. languages, but that was like that was that blew my mind, and everybody yeah. was just so like chill, super friendly. Um, but yeah, so that was Thursday night, um, and we go back to the hotel, hang out, get some sleep, and then uh, Friday morning, our buses pick us up from the hotel, and they they uh, bus us over to the, the hangar. It's Red Bull Hangar Seven. It's like their okay. like iconic hangar. It's, it was like a it's so cool. They have like all their they they have model F1 cars in there, a bunch of planes, and like uh, super crazy cool. that Red Bull just has this. So that their headquarters yeah. are in are in Salzburg, Austria. Really? Yeah, that's where the headquarters are. Like yeah. I thought Red Bull was big here. Like yeah, it's big over there. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Um, new. So Friday, um, we get there and it's kind of just open practice. Like people were just practicing like long distance, hang time, just practicing all their yeah. hanging out. And uh, Friday night, um, they it's qualifying for long distance. So there was like 60 countries there. So like 60 people, well, maybe 65 with the U.S. Yeah. Um, and only the top 10 made it to the, to the super finals the next day on Saturday. Wow. So I'm like, oh, like. And kind of stress over paper airplanes. <laughs> yeah. So I fold um, a plane very similar to this one that I just folded in my hand. Um, uh, a dart just like this, but not as much weight up here. Um, it's a little more spread out. And um, only, like I said, only top 10 make it to the super finals on Saturday. So I throw and end up qualifying sixth. So I'm like, all right, I made it. Like, sick. Um, Jason, the origami guy, yeah. he uh, ended up unfortunately not making it he had a different plane like his plane was like an actual like glider like paper plane and that's a, there was a a runway where he had to keep it in oh, so it was hard it for him to keep his plane in there so he ended up throwing a dart similar to this and just didn't make it which was bummer because he was obviously solid but literally like after i qualified in the top 10 he's like hey let me see the plane you're throwing so i showed it to him and this guy like genius he's like check this out Literally looks at my plane for like maybe 15, 30 seconds. Which, looking at what I'm looking at that Jake made, I don't know what he freaking did to get there. It just looks like it's yeah. wrapped up, and I wouldn't be able to duplicate that in any it's way, madness. shape, or form. Yeah. So he looks at it. It's like 15, 30 seconds, and he goes, I'm going to show you another plane. So folds this one that I just folded, and I throw it. And he's like, see how that is? And it literally adds like 20 to 30 feet to my throw. I'm like – Dude, you gotta show me how to do this. So he showed me how to do that, and like he he folded them right there. Eventually, I learned how to do it, but he folded like the one that actually threw it in the in the championship and whatnot. And uh, wow. I'm like, dude, what? Like, thank you. So, uh, anyways, uh, Saturday comes. We we go back Friday night. Like they ship they ship us back. No, bus. <laughs> everybody load up. Uh, they uh, they bus us back to our hotel, and uh, everybody gets ready for dinner, and they take us out to this uh, brewery for dinner. They, they rented out this brewery, and everybody's just like having a good time, like getting all the countries are like banging their tables, like getting yeah. chance around, and like like people like I don't really like I enjoy I don't get drunk, but I enjoy beer, so I had like a beer or two. But everybody's yeah. like it was like a like an Animal House movie, like people are just slamming <laughs> beers around, like toga, dude, the, toga. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like crazy. I'm like dude, this is so fun. Um, like just everybody just like. 
in their element just having so fun. Awesome. Um, that was Friday night. Go back to the hotel and hang out. And uh, one level below us, the guys from uh, – oh, I don't want to get this wrong. Ireland, the Irish guys. A regular hotel room with like two beds in it, uh-huh. thirty like thirty people just crammed into their room like madness. Just like they're hanging out, just or? music. Everybody oh has my. beers. I'm like, dude, this is not my scene. Like, so I just go and hang <laughs> out. I'm like, I'm like, and it was super cool because at the time I was just coming on with FCA. Yeah. So like the talk was like, oh, are you in school? Like, what do you do for work? So I, was, I got to kind of share like, oh, That's I work for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Perfect. Like, what do you do? Like six. Yeah. So like that was super cool throughout the trip and whatnot. Um, but just like the the Ireland room was insane, and eventually like the eventually like the the hotel manager or worker came. He's like, "Hey, like you guys got to quiet down." Yeah. Everybody's like, "All right, yeah, like it's cool, it's cool." Um, and then obviously we didn't quiet down. Uh, came back and he goes, "I'm gonna call the police." Like if you guys are like, "Oh crap!" Like we got to. So they all went out to bars. I went to bed and whatever. A couple people went to bed, but a lot of people went out to bars, having a good time and whatnot. And then uh, the next day, Saturday comes, they ship us no they bus us to uh back to the hangar mm-hmm. um and there's a little bit more practice during the morning and then um in the afternoon it's hang time qualifying mm-hmm. and aerobatics qualifying so again only top 10 make it okay. to the super finals so yours is the only qualifying on friday, on friday that's mm-hmm. correct yeah okay. um and so that day i'm kind of just hanging out and like laying low and like get a c- couple practice throws and whatnot uh, but it's so crazy like actually like like I have no like paper airplane experience. Like I don't know. Like I'm just like, I'm a baseball player. That's literally like what helped me win. And uh, but literally, luckily, uh, one guy in the U.S. Um, he had competed in previous competitions. Like this was like second or third time there. Addison. No, sorry, that's the Canadian Addison. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Chester. Chester Simmons. Um, he was my roommate. Um, he uh, kind of gave me some tips on how to throw and so did addison so addison is canadian he had, he had competed in years past but he didn't he had worked for red bull so he couldn't pe- compete again so uh, he flew himself yeah. out and was just hanging Dang. and he ended up i mean that'd be a yeah cool vacation he uh, ended up just chester knew him from past competitions yeah. he asked me hey can like addison stay with us i'm like do you know i'm like all right like let's let him stay with us like whatever but luckily like they helped me a lot because like, like I'm, I'm just out there like grip it and rip it just like hucking <laughs> yeah, it like you know. whatever and uh <laughs> And Chester, the guy, the American, my American teammate, he's like, yeah, like you got to like get the right like angle, like you got to tilt your shoulders back. And so like they were like out there coaching me, like, all right, like let's do this javelin situation. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of javelin, we'll get to that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Chester, the Canadian, he goes like, what are you looking at when you throw him? Like, I said Addison was the Canadian. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. <laughs> thank you. I'm getting all mixed up. Chester Simmons, American, Correct. competing. Addison, okay. Azachuk, Canadian. Not competing, but he's the only one in the history of Red Bull Paper Wings to compete in all three categories. Like, oh wow! You can only com- compete in one category a year. That but makes he, sense. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he's like, yeah, you gotta like pick a point on the ceiling and like adjust from there, cause like, I don't know, it works. Well, yeah, cause probably. Yeah, trajectory yeah. or whatever. And so it's like, all right, he's like, yeah, like, look at, whoa, you hear my stomach? That was loud. <laughs> uh, um, he's like, yeah, pick it, like, point at that light and like adjust yeah. up there i'm like all right so like and it helped like obviously i ended up winning thing it helped but like people are out there coaching me i'm like i didn't know paper airplanes were so competitive and whatnot um so anyways oh, qualifying man. for hang time and uh aerobatics goes down and then um super finals for aerobatics happens then super finals for in uh ukraine won uh aerobatics uh, it was actually the first girl champion yeah. Hey, let's go. Crazy. And then uh, hang time, uh, Cameron, 
uh, from Australia, one hang time. Insane how, how long they get their plane. Just, it was like 11, 12 seconds that the plane was in the air, uh, but insane. And then, so like the main event was like distance. Like, yeah. Oh, so like <laughs> the, the whole day I was chilling, like, dude, it's paper airplanes, like kick it, like you're whatever. Yeah, but, but like, no. like it's intense. Like there's cameras everywhere. There's like a couple hundred people there watching, like everybody's waving their flags and want, like people are getting crazy. I'm like, I'm kind of getting stressed out. Like what the <laughs> yeah, heck? All of a sudden. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm getting, like, stressed out. I'm, like, stretching out. I'm, like, doing, like, the, the Michael Phelps backslide. I'm, like, <laughs> I look like an idiot. Like, I'm about to throw a paper airplane. But, like, people are getting into it. Yeah. And it was so intense. And uh, it was crazy. Like, people had, like, uh, like one dude. I, I don't know. I forget who it was. But he had, like, a Pringles can that he held his his paper airplanes in so they wouldn't get, like, messed up. That's I'm, like, so dude, that funny. is intense. That's great. Um, so, anyways, the – so, like, I qualified sixth. And – you get two throws in super finals, mm-hmm. um, and it's one throw, and then everybody, so everybody throws, throws once, yeah. and then you'll reverse the order of so like whoever threw it the furthest in the first round will go last. Yeah. So I, um, my first throw, uh, since I qualified six, I threw fifth or yeah. fourth. I don't know. So yeah, and uh, I hit the roof, so it was disqualification. I'm like, <laughs> and it was a bomb. Like it probably would have went further than my fur- my my winning throw. Yeah. But it hit the roof. I've never done that this whole weekend. Like I've never hit this. So I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm literally stressing. Like my, like, like my, like stress makes blood sugar, like skyrocket. My blood sugar was going through the roof. My palms are sweaty. Like I was like pacing. I'm all, dude, it's pain. I'm like trying to chill myself out. I'm like, no, this is crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so a couple other people, so everybody throws and, uh, uh, Serbia had through the furthest. So he got to go last, and I since I was DQ'd, a couple other people, like two or three other people were DQ'd. They either, okay. they either stepped over the line or threw out of bounds. So I threw, like, fourth, and I, I go, I, I throw, and it's bomb. It was like, it was 56.6 meters. It's like 186 feet. And so that was, like, 12 feet further than Serbia at the time. I'm like, dude, all right. Like, I just – and, like, the, the camera – so it's like you've seen, like, X Games or Olympics. Like, the, the leaders, like, standing, like, at the, like, little, like – King's chair or whatever, yeah. and it's cameras on them. They're waiting to see their reaction. Yeah. So I'm like waiting in the score. And so I throw it, and like people are going nuts. I'm like, because you can't tell it. Are yeah. there markers on the so ground? So there's or? markers. There's like little little dashes like every meter, yeah. but there's a line across all the way yeah. every 10 meters. So I'm counting like one, two, three, four. I'm like, dang, that was only 40 something meters. But the first 10 meters didn't have a line. Like, oh, see. And the score came up on the board. I'm all, <laughs> and I just like I was hyped like like a couple people text me like dude that was the sickest reaction like this I'm like what the heck like I'm throwing a paper but I was like busting up but That's but so, so like there's like five or six other people throwing and like people are going and still standing and whatnot the record's still holding and there's two people left I'm like. Dude, I'm gonna get podium, like, cause there was trophies. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna go away with a trophy. That, that's really all I so wanted. Bad. Like, I mean, even if I didn't make even qualify for super, like, I got a free trip to Austria with Red Bull. Like, those sick. I'm like, I already won. Okay. Um, but I was like, okay, I might make podium. I'm like, all right. So the second to last guy, he was the national. He was like, uh, he's probably in his mid 40s or so. He's a national champion uh, javelin thrower from either Slovakia or Slovenia. I don't know which one. But he was a national champion, like Olympic javelin. Crazy. I'm like. That makes sense. And his form was straight javelin. Oh, like I'm like, this dude can shatter my record. <laughs> Luckily he doesn't. He ends up getting third. And then uh, the Serbia guy who he he he's in second now, but he threw the first in the first round. He has the last throw. I'm like, dude, I'm pacing like left and right, and the camera's like on me, and then going back to him and on me and going back <laughs> oh to him. God. And then he throws, and uh, and it's like 
So he we, he has like they make me go stand next to him like waiting for like the results and whatnot, and they show the slow mo on the screen and he had like put his hand over the line, so it was disqualified. I'm like, I just won like a world championship for paper airplanes, and so like I go nuts. I'm like, yeah, and then like my team like comes out and like picks me up on the shoulders and like they, like tote me around oh and whatnot, <laughs> and then it's so fun just talking about it. Like I don't, um, I, yeah, uh, media like there was I didn't think there was like. I thought it was just like Red Bull cameras, like yeah. going for Red Bull TV and whatnot. There was media from all around the world. Like I literally got like I felt like a celebrity. Like media swarmed me after I won. They're like <laughs> doing all these different interviews and whatnot. Like hey, we're from Brazil. We're from this and this, this and that. And like like there was like a person like all right, you got to go do this interview. Go do this interview. Go do this. I'm like, what is this madness? So I ended up winning that. It was super cool. Um, and like the the like trophy presentation, they played the like the Mer- the national anthem yeah. and whatnot. I'm like, dude, this is sick. Like it's the Olympics. <laughs> but insane. it's like just thinking a paper airplane contest like nobody else but besides Red Bull could put up make a paper yeah. airplane contest like a worldwide like sick competition. So that was ended up winning that Saturday and Saturday and then we had dinner and then Saturday night they threw like a a party for all of us out at um at the airport like some empty like. Another empty room, just put on. Like, yeah. Had DJ, a bunch of food and whatnot. And that party went into. I was like, I was so tired throughout the party. I was like, party started at like 11. I'm like, I want to go to bed. Everybody's like, No, you gotta come out. Like you want. I'm like, All right, I'll go out. So I'm like going out. I'm like, Party went until like five, four or five in the morning. And our buses leave from the hotel at six in the morning. So like they bus us back to the hotel after the party and whatnot. Yeah. I'm like packing up and we get on the buses and buses back to the airport and saying our goodbyes and whatnot. And then that is an insane trip it, to come yeah. in on Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. It was a quick, yeah, quick trip. So fun. So a lot of people ask like, oh, you win money? Would you win? Like, didn't win money, but they. Um, so the winner, the three winners, winner of each category, they flew us all to. So we flew home. Was we're home for a couple of weeks, and then they flew us to Budapest, Hungary. Um, I was there for a week. Um, got to explore for like the first four days, and then the. Was it like together? Did you have like nope. a? So so just had yeah. So it was we got. Me plus one, so I brought one of my buddies, AJ oh, okay. Franks, and uh, and originally it was just supposed to be like a, another short, like three day trip to yeah. there, because like the Red Bull Air Races, like the actual planes, like the race planes, uh-huh. there was a race out there, and they were gonna let us go. They were treating us to that race, and we got oh, to fl- fly in one of the race planes and whatnot. Yikes. But I, I texted my rep, I'm like, hey, like, would you be able to fly me and my buddy out there like a couple days early? Like, we'll pay for our hotel or whatever, like yeah. until we we'll connect with you guys. Um, so they ended up flying us out there. We didn't have to pay like extra for the plane ticket. Like they they just did well, that. Well, yeah, if they're flying but you there. Yeah, there. they're like, yeah, we could do that, whatever. Um, so me and my buddy AJ, we just stayed in a hostel for like four nights, which was madness. <laughs> like we ended up somehow picking a party hostel, which is like madness. Just that's oh, a whole other story. I but bet. there was a, a bar on top of our hostel, a nightclub in the bottom. Like what the heck are uh, us two Christian boys <laughs> walking in? They're like, what are we doing here? <laughs> But that, yeah, that was just a whole nother trip. Like the city of Budapest was insane. Just the history and the architecture there. Like I didn't wow. know. So like, it's actually so like the river runs down the city. I don't mm-hmm. know what river, but there's a river. Okay. So Buda is one side and Pest is the other side. And we're like, we're going what to the? Budapest. And like people are like, are you going to Buda or to Pest? I'm like, Budapest. Like I'm going to Long Beach. <laughs> you going to Long or you going to Beach? Like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. Yeah. So like. Well, we're staying, and we figure out we're staying on the pest side, but Got anyways, it. like the Buddha side was like all, like the castles and like history and whatnot, yeah. and the pest side was like the city downtown, but that was cool, like we got to hang for like three or four nights on our own, and then we connected with Red Bull, and once we got with them, it was all like VIP, like they picked us up in this like VIP, like chauffeur, like 
like a Mercedes like luxury mini like like um what do you call it those Sprinter vans but it was like all okay. done up like super nice wow had a hotel had VIP hospitality at the race and whatnot and dude it was unreal unreal yeah so madness that trip was just so fun like dinners were I mean obviously at the race we were in the hospitality like area so yeah. we had free everything just... and then dinners were we went out and everything was so good Pierce. Pierce, so Pierce, he's an Australian Red Bull rep. He's the one who actually like put on the whole. He organized. He was the top guy of the Red Bull Paper Wings, so he was our chauffeur rep. And um, yeah, so like the question you said was it all together? The three winners connected for like the last three days in Budapest. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that everyone was at the same so, event. Yeah, and then just kind of hanging from there. Been it's honestly pretty cool. Had some like cool opportunities since then like little like little interviews like podcasts like this and like like news interviews and whatnot um interviewed for so it's called to tell the truth it's like an abc game show <laughs> have you heard of it yeah so they I mean, it was an old show from a long yeah, time so ago super old, but i guess it, it's coming back times. yeah rebooted so the director or some producer from that like messaged me like hey like we'd love to have you on it like do an interview so i did an interview for that um and she said unfortunately like the interview didn't make the cut for this time but we do keep it like you'll probably get another call yeah. back in a couple months so that'd be super fun um <laughs> but honestly the coolest thing is is uh, i'll be going down to costa rica in the date isn't set yet, but between March and June, so it's a big, um, a yeah. big gap. Who knows when? But an agency from down there um, emailed me and they said, "Hey, like um, we're an agency down in Costa Rica. This is what we do, um, and they're putting on like a green recycling event, and they want to." Um, I get the guy who works for the agency who emailed me. He's like, "Yeah, I was just like." googling paper airplanes and you came up and my son loves paper airplanes so i want to fly you out here to be part of the event to show some paper airplanes with recycled paper and what i'm like he's like how much will it cost us to fly you out there i'm like i don't know like just fly (laughs) me out there and like pay for everything but i was like dude what the heck is this is this like the celebrity like this is what celebrities get treated like what the heck so i like text my red bull rep i'm like hey like am i allowed to like go do this or like i don't know if i didn't sign a contract or anything with red bull it's like i don't but i don't know what i like if there's any i didn't read all the waivers i had to sign and uh so anyways i'll be going down to costa rica for they're gonna wow on a couple days and get to explore down there for paper airplanes (laughs) what a life you have created for yourself so yeah, out of all things, paper airplanes, my claim to fame right now. Is there future Red Bull? Are like, like uh, how those guys go back? Are you? Yeah, so I would love here? to go back. So in the years past, the uh, past world champions got to come back automatically. Yeah. Um, this year they did not. They could still qualify. Yeah. Um, the Pierce, the Australian Red Bull rep who put on, every, headed the whole thing up. He said it really just depends on who's hosting it or who's putting it on. Like. Um, so he didn't, this was the first time he did it and there'll be somebody new next in three years or four oh, years, okay. whenever it is. Um, so I could get an invite back, but even if I don't get an invite, I'm going to try and qualify for it again. But I don't even know if I'll be able to throw in four years or what my arm is like, it's bad. It pops like hey. who knows. So I would love to go back. It was super fun to just be able to reconnect. Cause I still stay in touch with a decent amount of people from yeah. now, just through social media and whatnot. Um, and I'd love to see, see those people again and just. It's a, literally like a story of life. It's like an icebreaker and a half. Insane. It's like paper. Like I literally laugh like when people because I don't really share people with share it with people unless they ask. Yeah. Um, but like I, it's I, kind of a weird like. So yeah. it was one time. Yeah. I'm a paper airplane world champion. What paper airplane? What you're an idiot. Like <laughs> I am an idiot, but <laughs> but yeah. So uh, I don't even. But yeah, it's like the icebreaker and a half. But 
It's so fun. So fun. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So to answer your question, I would love to go back. I'd love to just see all those people again. And yeah. Have some food, good German, Austrian I food. Bet. Some free free drinks and On throw some house. paper airplanes. That's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Super fun. Super fun. So if you want to have a paper airplane competition, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am oh. not on that boat. But. Yeah. but I am not a professional. You're a professional disc. I've had my moments. So so you, th- everybody says, are you professional? No, I'm not professional. Like, so you're bigger than me. You, you have a bigger claim to fame. So uh, like, you're professional. I'm not. There you go. But you're a world champion, and I am there not. So we'll both. But am I? But I don't know. Like, but I'm an amateur. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's the, all the Olympians are technically amateurs yeah. and they're yeah. Olympic and world champions. One of the guys on Team USA he posted a picture like after like after the trip. He goes, "Yeah, like notable Team USA athletes like Kobe, LeBron," and then he posted that's himself and like, "Sick, dude! Like, I love that." <laughs> hey, man, if you can be oh. on there for throwing a javelin, that's it. Then sign me up. Why not a paper? Airplane? Sign me up for the best country in the world. Why not? Right. Wow. Oh. Well, well, we did it. We did it. From I enjoy Bob's office. He will be happy to know that. We want to make Bob's office a welcome, yes. fun environment. It's so fun. The goal of us splitting up these podcasts was so they wouldn't go long, and now we're over two hours. Yeah, I was going to say, but I, when you told me that you and, I think, Jacob Nielsen went like three hours, I'm like, that is a long freaking, like, I'm not going to be in there three hours, but I'm like, Dude, this is fun. I could go on. Like, I'm, I'm pumped that's, to come back. Whenever. That's why. That's why I love doing this. Even though barely anyone listens, so you have to do your job and promote, promote it. it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the only way we get listeners when people share it, so their people listen. Okay. Because we only have like three people who subscribe consistently. Okay. What are you? Are you on iTunes, Spotify? I don't know. So it's on the main one. I promote is Spotify. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts, and okay. it's hosted by SoundCloud. So oh. people have SoundCloud. All right. That's the main one. Nice. Um, but I feel like Spotify is the easiest one to listen to or the most used yeah. one. But a lot of people use Apple, too. What about, like, I'm not the like one podcast either. app on your, like, if you have a iPhone? Yeah, that's the Apple podcast okay. Okay. app. Yeah, so it's on there. This Sweet. Should, this will be up, hopefully, when I get home. I will okay. do that before the football game starts. Look at, oh, dude. I was supposed to text my boys to see if they want to watch it. Well, you got time, but. Get some pizza, maybe some burgers, and watch. Who are you taking, LSU or Clemson? Here's the thing, and we talked about I, it on the sports one earlier. I, I'm a USC fan first. Yep, same. I'm, a, I'm an Alabama fan second. Ooh, yikes! How does okay, that work? So here's, so this I'm is leaving. Keep, I'm out on a This is going to keep going long. So here's what happened. So you would have been younger because this was when I was in high school, maybe late college, mm-hmm. or maybe college. Their MTV had a show called Two a Days. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So they followed Hoover High School in Hoover, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Hoover High School is Alabama's version of Long Beach Poly High School. Um, and so at the time, at Hoover High School, their starting quarterback was named Ross Wilson. Okay. Ross Wilson's older brother is John Parker Wilson. John Parker Wilson, at the time, was Alabama's starting quarterback. Ah, uh. Who okay. also graduated from Hoover High School. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that's cool. I'm going to start paying attention to this. So I start watching Alabama at that time. Well, at that time, that was, I want to say that was one year, maybe two, before Saban came. Mm. So so because of that, I started paying attention to Alabama. So, like, I knew who players were and stuff. Um, 
but then Saban comes and obviously the rest is history. And so that's how I became an Alabama. Okay. Fan. So I've been watching Alabama right. since then. Mm-hmm. Like that this wasn't sense. just a, I didn't I just got to get on board when uh-huh. Saban. Like, I was going to say once the dynasty started, yeah, then like Brody Croyle, Tyrone Prothrow, the catch when he flips over oh, the guy, okay. the front uh-huh. somersault, like you I know what's up. Right. So, <clears throat> so because I root for Alabama, mm-hmm. I can't like LSU because they're in our same division. But Clemson Clemson has beat us in the championship game twice. So this is like the worst possible matchup in terms of who I would root for. But this is the best matchup in terms of like, I think the best teams in the country. I do think these two are the two best teams in the country, Oklahoma, Ohio State, whatever. So I'm really excited to watch like, Burrow do his thing and Lawrence do his thing. I really like ETN of Clemson mm-hmm. and Justin Jefferson at LSU and uh, Del Pitt, the safety. Like both teams have ballers. They're stacked. So i I am so stoked for this game and I have I have no dog in the fight. I want both to lose. So who's I gonna win? To that is, we gotta get to the no beating around the bush. Trevor yeah. Lawrence has never lost that's a what game. I'm saying. See, that's my like, argument. I'm Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game. Freshman obviously went undefeated and won the national championship. Yeah. Still hasn't lost yet this year. But LSU in their semifinal game dominated. Like, didn't, they just didn't win. They they like dominated. Joe Burrow put on the best performance in the history of college Seven football. touchdowns in a, like in a half? Uh, so it's like, ah, I don't know. Madness. I don't know whose defense is better. Madness. I don't, they both have threats. Like, like I, I think LSU is better, but just... Trevor Lawrence, he's a he's a winner. He hasn't lost. It's like Tebow. He's just a winner. He's not. He might not be good. I'm not saying Lawrence isn't good. He's good, but Tebow, he wasn't great, but he was just a winner. Yeah. Like he found out ways to win. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm really up in the air. But hey, Dabo, I like Dabo. Dabo's <laughs> my boy, Jesus loving coach. So yeah. So I, so go Tigers, right? <laughs> Depends, see, it depends how you spell go. Yes. Tigers is going to be the same, I, I, but I'm depends saying, how you spell yeah, go. Yeah, I'm saying G-O, yeah. not the G-E-A-U-X or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Good job. So, yeah, go Clemson. But I'm not I'm not going to lose sleep over if LSU wins. I'm not either. I'm just, I'm honestly just pumped. That I Bama, just want a good game. I'm just pumped that Bama didn't even make yeah. the playoffs. This, out of all of the years, I'm glad this was the year. Yeah. Like, Tua being iffy, and like, even though we got three stud receivers. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Who's your all right, number, this is, your number one, uh... Well, we got Judy, Ruggs, no. and Smith, Devontae Smith. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of – oh, no, I'm thinking of the uh, Ohio uh, – Oklahoma receiver. Oh, Didi. Uh, Didi, yeah. He's – I think everyone thinks he's going to be the top receiver picked. But, I mean, you know, I would – I'll take Judy. I was going to say, it's either going to Judy. After Julio and Calvin Ridley, yeah. I'll yeah, take Judy. Me, uh, <laughs> Although, Devontae Smith is the one who had 300 receiving yards and five touchdowns in the game earlier this season. Madness. Like, having – there's too many weapons. Madness. So. All right, we're going to get out of here. This is crazy. I like it. This was a good time. Good time. Thanks yep. for having me. Thanks for being here and sharing. And <laughs> we had a wild ride at the start. That was a wild this is, ride. You we and Jacob, it. really, we went in ways that we haven't really done on the podcast. We have a system, and I'm great when the system just <laughs> gets thrown to the side and we do our own thing. That's it. I'm, not a, I'm not a system QB kind of guy, so. Yeah. Like good. Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, did that ruffle some feathers? I, I don't He's care. I, I hate the Patriots. <laughs> That was good. Thanks again. Thanks for being here. I'm Jacob Bomber. Jake Hardy. Have a great day.